The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before Stuck behind never-ending windows All you need is a door Searching for something To put a smile back on your face Just remembering unusual times It can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a client So set your worries to the side Just ask Say the word and I'll be there Just ask You know the greatest things in life All come in a pair They say hindsight's 2020, But that ain't far enough Pretend I got a hand I can land Cause when you really need a friend Just ask Shit 90 Shows taught me Shit 90 Shows taught me Was not filmed before a live studio audience Do you not want to wait? Neither do we Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows taught me I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host Sarah Ferguson Sarah how are you? Jessica, I am doing really, really well. I feel as though um, life gives you a lot of surprises, to say the least. Mm -hmm. And also Dawson's Creek gives you a lot of surprises. I will say that uh, I think I expected none of this in today's episode. (laughs) I think that there was a few times where I audibly gasped from Mm -hmm. surprise. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, like I'm along for the ride, right? Like life gets messy. Dawson's Creek gets messy. Um, that's, that's that. But uh, I, I, first and foremost, I do want to thank Marion Lee and you, of course, for holding down the Dawson's Creek fort last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to a good chunk of the episode and I just thought it was really, really well done and interesting, especially coming from a, the perspective that Mary had, whereas she's never seen Dawson's Creek. And what does that look like to somebody who is uninitiated and also um, hearing a little bit of our uh, shit 90 shows taught me lore and some of our inside <laughs> jokes from an outside perspective it trying to all... explain inside jokes to Mary. i know and 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 yeah i saw i i wrote to you like off off camera like between the two of us with all due respect you're definitely not like the lore keeper i'm not the historian or the no. historian i like, say things and then i immediately forget that i said them yeah so there is things where like i don't know why we said this but or like i don't know how we got into this but and like every single time i'm like jessica like it is so clear i remember all of it 
but it was really fun to I listen to everything. I remember everything. <laughs> uh, I, I, I truly do. But um, it was really fun. Thank you to the three of you for having, you know, a podcast uh, that uh, taking care of it. I wasn't available. Uh, you know, like I've been alluding, life got messy. So um, maybe in time I can spill all of my dirty little secrets. Oh, I cannot wait for that podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I anticipate in one to two episodes, there might be some reveals going down. But okay. nonetheless, that's not today's problem. We have no. uh, we have somebody extremely special to us. Yeah, we have someone who is quite the historian, mostly on Dawson's Creek, though. She probably remembers a lot about the shit 90 shows taught me lore too that I've forgotten uh, long since it started. Um, We're joined today by the one and only amazing Kimmy. Kimmy, how are you? Guys, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 in, I'm in mourning. Kimmy has a veil. <laughs> I, brought, I brought a veil um, <laughs> um, to mourn the death of, of Joshi. I like I don't know what else to say. Like, <laughs> I'm dying I, right now. I can't I can't go on. Um yeah. I need I need I need what is it a shiva? I need like seven. Yeah, days. we're sitting shiva. shiva. Yeah, yeah, I'm just at shiva. I am I'm distraught. I, I can't like I, I truly like I I like I said to you guys before offline, like I think I thought you were fucking with me when you're like, come on, episode 18. This is like this is the saddest episode in the history of Dawson's Creek. Like, I don't But like this is why we need you here, Kimmy, because when I, so I watched this episode uh, very, very late at night when I watched it like the first time. Mm -hmm. And I just could not even believe what I was, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? There's yeah. a fucking school dance and we're chaperoning and Joey ends things with Paisley at a school fucking dance. <laughs> Talk about fucking payback, to be honest with you. <laughs> Find me a too. girl who holds a grudge for yeah. two years so that she can pay back the oh the horrors and the hurt that uh that he Incredible. did. And this is why I'm saying maybe there is a possibility that couples who break up and spend time away from each other should not get back together. <laughs> I, you know, I I never ever watch um the prom episode where they break up. Like I just skip over it. In my head, it doesn't exist. It's too hurtful for you. It's too yeah. hurtful. And that so fine, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe like he really fucked up. Uh, and she's trying to get him back, get back at him. And she's like had this plan for two years. It's the only explanation, really. Like, yeah, yeah, because it doesn't make sense. Okay, listen. Well, here's the thing, and we're gonna get into it, I'm sure, but like. Oliver Hudson is very attractive. My stance on this is known, well-established. However, you're telling me Miss Josephine Potter is like, hey, there's PC. I have all this, the most chemistry with of anybody ever. I don't have Lego hands when I'm around him. He buys me the cutest edible corsage known to man. Stop it, Sarah. I see that face and I knew that would be your reaction before <laughs> we'll get into it because I have thoughts on this corsage. And yet we have Eddie who just randomly shows back up from California. It's like, hey, girl, love you. And she's just like, swoon. Like, bitch, what? What? I can't. I, tr I truly cannot. It's... And where the fuck is Jack and Audrey? Where the fuck are they? <laughs> I'm so pissed about this. Where's anyone? Where's my busy Phillips? Yeah. 
yeah i i I really there really was a lot of surprises in this episode i don't think i was anticipating any of it all of it but i don't know like yeah like it was kind of like a fucking disaster however (laughs) at least we have something to talk about right like at least there's going to be like really interesting beats um i don't know i mean last episode i barely remember it it was not interesting or entertaining to me however this this is this has meat this is juicy as substance that's what i want for it's Dawson's tainted Creek. meat but it's meat nonetheless yeah yeah it's basically yeah. like human remains meat it's like <laughs> cannibalism so you're that saying i'm a zombie meat. because i'm uh you know savoring and devouring this piece of meat of, yeah vampire you know. definitely listen vampire. this is this is certainly crumbs compared to kmart right so Ugh. but there are some other things that do happen they're like important story beats it's just um we have to dig through the layers of child homecoming queen bullshit to get there um but let's let's talk about it love bites season six episode 18 uh where we pick things up where we left them off with eddie just randomly showing up to hell's kitchen and it's this i thought was kind of confusing kimmy where like joey asks like well what happened to california what happened in school and i guess he's not starting until the fall and like everything went well with his interview but then i'm like but then why the fuck are you back here eddie what the fuck the the geography on dawson's creek is wild like you pick up a phone you know fly, fly back from california to boston and maybe he drove like through florida like they did last time like like what is happening why why is this man back there's no reality where eddie has a phone he does not have a cell phone like let's be real but it's like this is the other thing i okay because i'm not do not surprise drop by me do not ever call me text me anything else besides just showing up because i could be naked you don't know and i don't like it i i need to put a bra on you know i need to be ready anyway the point is that like this is always a bad idea always a bad idea gauge get a general sense of how the person is feeling because eddie it seems like just assumed that she wouldn't move on wouldn't find someone else um and it he so he's saying like i don't even know what his expectations are is the thing too sarah like he's saying like i need you in my life but like okay are you asking her to move to california with you that's what i'm that's how i'm reading the situation yeah it's like, bitch, she got into a fucking Ivy League. She's not just leaving. So then she can transfer to Stanford. I don't know. But he doesn't even say that. Like, yeah. the gist of his of what he says is, literally, he's like, if I'm going to be a writer, I need you around. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, why? Why? Oh, my god. editor? Yeah. He doesn't say sorry, like, that I left you several times. Sorry I haven't called since then. Uh, sorry I didn't tell you I was coming. He didn't say, like, can we work on this? I really, like, want you in my yeah. life. I love you. It was just, like, it was vague. And then she's, like, uh, sorry, no. And he's, like, all right, I understand. And then leaves. Like, you moved <laughs> from California to Boston. And then she's, like, I've moved on. That's all she says. And he's, like, all right, bye. See ya. Oh, Bitch, you, you drove all this way for that? The fuck? Call maybe, someone. Maybe he had points to fly. <laughs> no. Eddie is poor. We've established this. He's fucking poor. Yeah. I gotta be honest with you. I'm really trying to get on the point game. And I have like a thousand United points, which seems like a lot. But I really don't think it is. I don't even think a thousand 
United points can get me <laughs> get in the, the lounge. Points, Girl, you need to get a credit card that gives good points for I don't understand. How travel. can a thousand not be a lot? That sounds like a lot of points. It's bullshit. They like that's they do it on purpose. It's the marketing. It's like a hundred dollars. Like, yeah, like you could like put it towards something, like getting more points. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's not a lot. And then you um, can buy points, but I don't understand the purpose of that. No, get a credit card. You got to get a credit card. That's what card. I'm saying. You got to get the yeah. travel credit card. Chase. Funny is the that way. you think that I can sponsor, get myself but... a credit card. <laughs> uh, yeah. But Moving on from that, we're in Joey's dorm room where, unfortunately, we have to hang out with 13-year-old Harley again because, God forbid, she babysit herself. Um, and we find out, and I just... Oh, <laughs> this makes the least amount of fucking sense in the world, that Harley is going to a semi-formal and Joey is a chaperone? <laughs> to be honest with you, I kind of just feel like the people watching at a high school semi-formal dance is elite. And maybe there's a reality where I would volunteer. Never, to ever in my entire Why life. Why not? Because I don't so like stupid teenagers. And I don't want to deal with their dumb bullshit drama. And why does Joey have to dress up? Do the chaperones really dress up for these formals? Yeah, like what are you going to, you're going to show up to the semi-formal looking like a fucking scrub as if. I'm mean, oh, like, yeah, not going to no. wear like, you know sweatpants but no, you, you might i work i work in schools and i used to work like like now i don't work at a campus but i used to work at a middle school uh for like yeah, so eight, tell us how likely years. this is kimmy where you're getting not a, a parent of a child to be a chaperone but a babysitter and some rando she brings no absolutely not this is a huge yeah. liability you can't yeah. just like let random college uh, kids college kids <laughs> come to this and and we'll get there when we see this but they're the only chaperones like i don't see anybody <laughs> else there's yeah. no principal there's no teachers there's there's no other parents it's just joey and pacey like did they pass a background check no you can't just like walk off the street <laughs> yeah fingerprint these sons of bitches what are we doing so you're saying that it can't happen for me no matter what no, like Sarah, absolutely. First Sarah, of all, have a child around, and then yeah. wait for it to grow up and then chaperone its dance. Yeah, I really want to be a PTA mom. No. Oh, no. Oh, sounds like the worst no. ever. And don't go around volunteering for like teenager proms. It sounds weird. Like, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Yeah, you're going to get yourself on some kind of list. Yeah. You know that there's just such good gossip. You know where, can formally. I tell you where all the good people watching is? Uh, where at the I know what your answer at is at the Barbie but, movie. Yeah. Oh wow. What I can't believe you're about to say that the <laughs> best people watching experience. Yeah, ever. Okay. So tell me. I made one interesting person. Stories. So in front of us, um, there was a row of four women, and they were probably in their sixties ish. And I was telling my husband because they were so cute when they came in. They like took off their jackets, put them on the backs of the seats. Like one girl was like, oh, I, I want a popcorn, but that's too big for me. Go get one and ask them to get an extra bag and make sure you get napkins. Like they were like full in it. And I was like, no, these women have been best friends since high school. They don't see each other a ton, but they're like the bar movie is coming out. We should all go together. And the one I was like this lady right here. She said, oh, my grandson's recital is that night. But fuck him. We're going to go see Barbie. <laughs> like I had a full on story for these people. Like it was the, the amount of the differences in the people that show up to a bar movie. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Chef's kiss. It was lovely. Love it. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, this is wild that apparently Joey is going to be chaperoning Harley's uh, semi-formal and Harley is trying to look through her closet and basically be like, well, we need you to look good, but not too good. Mm -hmm. Um, because my boyfriend Patrick is somehow still her boyfriend and also still obsessed with Joey. Yeah. I absolutely died though. When, um, she pulled out a dress and she's like, Joey, this is like a Halloween church lady costume. Like I was like, (laughs) Joey got that dress from Grams and was like, what? Like, it's beautiful. Yeah, I to be honest with you, I know that Joey's fashion choices are really questionable at times, and she doesn't have the flair that Audrey has. I like the only thing that pretty much the only thing that Harley did like was of our Audrey's, but they ultimately settled on this like, uh, it it's a silk uh a, a silk blend dress that's yellow. And I was not very hopeful for this dress, but we'll see her in it later on. And she actually did look really pretty. But yellow makes me nervous. I like yellow. Yellow is such a tricky color to wear. Like, if you're pale, that shit gonna wash you the fuck out. I say far, far away from yellow. Yeah. You know, it goes with my skin tone, but I see where you guys are coming from, you know. Yeah, I look (laughs) terrible in yellow. I will not wear yellow. Um, mustard you like a mustard i like must mustard is different i will not wear a pale yellow i will i will mustard Mm -hmm. it up bitch because Mm -hmm. i think i look cool in mustard Mm -hmm. sarah looks like she hates me in mustard but no i don't i don't i I really (laughs) don't i don't um Um, also going into our next scene with jen tell me why like i almost was feeling her hair this no but do you know why you know i know why it got shorter no 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 no. it's because she had jbf hair Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say sex hair, great. but I kind of yeah. like JBF better. No, JBF. JBF. Yeah, yeah, but her, bang, her bangs look fucked. Like, it looks like literally she got attacked by scissors with her bangs. I don't no, understand No, I think this. it got better. It got, it better. got they, the bangs are mm. longer. I think oh. the hair got a little bit shorter. I was feeling it. And I, think, I do think it's I think the you texture. Were fe- you were feeling the the smoochies between CJ and Jen. They were no, like, no, no, no. I don't know what it is. Like the the ASMR of kissing sometimes grosses me out. It was so wet sounding that I was like, stop it. It was like, and it was disgusting. Yeah, they have good kiss chemistry. I'm I'm uh, watching. Well, it's because Michelle now. Williams is can have chemistry with anybody. Agreed. She's an Agreed. icon. I don't know much about the other guy, but I know I know um, Michelle the Williams. Star. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I forget his name. Jensen, Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles. Is that yeah. his name? Yeah, that's his name. Um, but yeah, they just had sex. And Good for we them. Find, we found out that um, apparently Graham's broke Uncle Bill's heart uh, and he's devastated and he can't even watch Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> so hard for him. <laughs> there are four things that cj said that like just like blew my mind first he used the phrase partook of your boyfriend boyfriend. sir what (laughs) and then like grams is still dating uncle bill what about uncle bill needed to be continued to date like uncle bill seriously where happened to clifton smalls big wasn't so small yeah Yeah. big big clifton smalls where'd he go and that I, was the biggest flop, I feel like. I don't understand why this show <laughs> I don't understand why this show couldn't have been like, yeah, let's have Grams have a good thing for the rest of the series. Why could not she have gotten secretly married in Vegas like we were hoping? That would have been so much better. Yeah. All because he was Jewish. It was like it's kind of anti-Semitic and racist. Yeah. 
Oh, the way they handled it. Yes. Yeah. I I mean, I think this was the first time or the first time in a long time where I was actually like semi offended, really offended by Dawson's Creek just because it's like, I mean, to be honest with you, like literally it's, it's the same values. They had, they shared the same values. I don't understand. Yeah. 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 No, it didn't make any sense to me. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I just wanted, I just want the best for Grams. And I guess we're supposed to think like we, when we find out later that she's sick, that like she did it because she's sick and she doesn't want to have to like be in a relationship and, you know, tell him or something is what I get. I surmised from the situation. Um, but, but yeah, it's, they're like kissing again and they're like, they're about to like have sex again. They're like, Oh, I got, I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay. It's too, too passionate. I like couldn't focus on any of that because did you guys see Jen's art in the background? <laughs> yeah, he oh did. my god, the oh, idiots! Yeah, like, what the f- like? This cat is terrifying. What? I, 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 she just never even talked about a cat or a dog. Why does she have that hideous, those hideous paintings in her room? Like, it, I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's she like, have, like band posters. Yeah. Or like I don't know, sense. radio hosts that she admire, like something. yeah, feminist icons. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Barbie, Barbie, exactly. Um, and then we get so then we're in a scene. So Pacey's in his office, and he calls Joey. Uh, is this Potter's house of pain? <laughs> Mistress Joey speaking. Um, and we find out that last night she basically completely blew him off. And Kimmy, this was so annoying to me because I'm like, she could have at least called him. I I literally like Sarah when you say you're a guest. I was like, a guest. Like she she was she never gonna talk to him again. She couldn't even like I don't know if there was texting back then, but she couldn't even like give a quick call and like fake a cold. I'm really tired. Nothing. And then the next day he had to be the one to call her. And by the way, he only has six numbers when he called, which is weird to me. But <laughs> that was strange. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. But like. What the fuck? Like, this is one of many what the fuck Joey moments in yeah. this episode. And this is number one. Why wouldn't she call him? It was so rude. I mean, she yeah. pretty much is extremely rude. I think that, I I mean, like, I, I just don't understand, like, why she got so, like, she's just so digmatized by Oliver Hudson. She just can't help it. She can't fathom thinking about anything else for the entire night. It's, like, very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Just like how her tiny ass braids are very disturbing <laughs> because her hair is so thin. I also hated the braids. It's just no too... shade braids. I love a braid, but it's like... not the braids. It's the Girl, fact you that you long stocking. What you doing? No, it's the fact that her hair is so thin. Which look, I have thin hair too. That it just formulates the skinniest fucking braids, and she looks like a joke. Yeah, because she is a joke. Yeah. She's a joke. Yeah, and so that he. Is he wants to like make plans with her but she says oh i have to chaperone like harley semi-formal and he's like okay great i'll be there and i'm like sir like pacey (laughs) is willing to do anything for joey and you know it because he's signing up to go to some randos school dance as a chaperone like think of the difference between the conversation between uh eddie and joey at the beginning and she's like i moved on and and eddie's like okay bye and then she's like sorry and that's it meanwhile pacey's like you can hang out for one night i'll do anything to be near you like let me do this i'll come do this i'll I'll take you anywhere like what is the choice here like what is the choice (laughs) is it like is it the 
is it the unknown that she's gravitating towards Eddie? Like, is it that there's too much baggage between her and Pacey? Like, what's the problem? That's the thing that I felt like the the show did, like, such a terrible job at explaining. Because I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, maybe she's just like, but maybe in Joey's head, she's like, there's too much baggage with me and Pacey. I can't trust him again. Like, and maybe the prom kind of brings up thoughts of that again. But at the same point in time, it's not like Eddie is some new, new guy. Like, they yeah. broke up too. So it's not like you're, you're getting back with an ex no matter what. True. So it really doesn't make a ton of sense. And I feel like the show especially does a very, very bad job at explaining yeah. what oh. the fuck is going on in Josephine Potter's head. Okay, I get it. I think I know what it is. She's okay. feeling suffocated by Pacey. I think that yeah, I guess that's it's fair, too but... much. Too much love too much she's feeling suffocated because he really does love very hard very hard he's always there he's too available like i'm not saying that this is like he's doing something bad i'm just saying like what's gonna freak joey out it's going to be too much too soon or like you know all in like she's very cerebral she has to think about everything the fact that he's so available to her and like so open is freaking her out so stupid yeah. and annoying that's a good that's, point. i feel like that's the only solution it makes sense yeah. it does it's like pacey pacey's right at the like we'll get to the when he talks to her at the end but like yeah you, you hit it on the nail sarah like she's she's scared um mm-hmm. it's like too much too fast and like yeah. even though it's been years she's like this is intense versus like eddie you're kind of flaky like you're gonna go back to california soon yeah. i'm like i'll take a chance on you yeah, and we're going to, yeah. like, have fun. We're going to kiss, and we're going to have, like, the intimate moments. But, like, at least I don't have to, like, fully, like, devote my heart and soul it's and mind to you. Yeah, you know? Yeah. That's what it is. And I think for Joey, who is somebody who I think does have some light commitment issues. I've, you know, gone, like, very into, like, what I perceive as, like, being, like, an armchair expert into her mm-hmm. mind because... <laughs> of her abandonment issues yeah. like i think that when people are she probably doesn't think that she deserves for somebody to be fully there for her at all mm-hmm. times and yeah. because she's used to everybody leaving her and i think that she, that's why she's drawn to somebody who is less available emotionally available to her because she's not used to somebody being fully in well also the other thing too is like and this could be me projecting but like that's all i'm doing (laughs) even though she says that she like loved eddie i think she's like scared because like she loves pc more than she's loved anybody you know and so Mm -hmm. choosing that person feels scarier because it's more risky because you're risking the chance of him breaking your heart like he did the last time yeah whereas eddie it was more joey who had more of the um upper hand yeah yeah like she was the one deciding she was the one who was more active and more like making those decisions she had more agency in that relationship and so it's easier for her to get back together with eddie because she holds the cards versus like she doesn't want to give her heart to pacey because he could fucking break it again and so maybe that's it but again like the fact that we're having to guess (laughs) is a disservice like they should have done more on the show to make it a little more obvious yeah Yeah. because like kimmy like the average human is not digging deep into the psyche of joey potter Mm -hmm. 
Oh, like not normal people don't just do like two hours deep dive into. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that is typical for the average viewer. But... Yeah, no, that that I was thinking the exact same thing. Like they needed to do a better job of just spelling it out, like being obvious with it. Because yeah, this is a deep dive thought process into why yeah. she's choosing it, and there's no, she, she doesn't say anything. We don't even see like little looks or little things that happen. Uh, that would make us understand why she's making the choices that she's making. I think um, it was like Joy, you said it last week, that or like she's playing some sort of game and nobody knows the rules. Yeah, she's and... making up the rules on the fly. <laughs> and like, we're like, what What are you doing? Like, nobody understands what your end game is here. And, yeah. and it is frustrating as fuck. Yeah. Um, and then, so Dawson shows up in Pacey's office and he's like, hey, bud, remember when you said you could make me money? Well, here's all the money that I have. I'm ready. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Never mix like this amount of money, like life changing amounts of money and friendship sounds terrible. No. How much was it? Did anybody see what was on the check? I didn't see it. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I don't I think. Pick I, I want to say they probably kept it vague on purpose. Yeah. But... I. This was horrifying for me, and I'm so grateful that Pacey was like, "Yeah, bro, no." Yeah, he's for like, now, I'm joking. Like, this. This is a terrible idea, and he, and I like that he points out too that like you know we've been through some weird shit, but we've not been through the "I'm broken, it's all your fault" type of mm -hmm. shit. Like that is. You can get over, we like the same girl. Um, Not to put it that simply, but like, you know, we're in love with Joey to get at the same time, blah, blah, blah. It's much different than like, I took your entire savings account and it's all gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you can't give your friend money that you expect back in any way, shape or form, let alone you expect to like triple. If I give a friend money, it's great if I get it back, but like, I don't, I don't give anything yeah. that I'm not like expecting may not come back right um yeah. especially a large amount and also what's with everyone just dropping by lately like can we get a phone call can <laughs> no we can know that has a cell phone yes like he and he shows up in this like three-layered outfit like he, he just he came from painting or something i'm like what what's going on <laughs> this is a place of business People don't just stop by my job and are like, what's up, friend? Hey, bud. Maybe I should. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you want to be a school, you want to go to school dance, you should just stop yeah. by <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get myself my a little part-time job over there as the lunch lady. <laughs> you can hear all the gossip as a lunch lady, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, my God. There's probably card. such good gossip as a lunch lady. You get extra money to get that credit card. There you go. The points. <laughs> but it's, it's ridiculous because, so Doc, Austin is like on this high right now because he's saying like, listen, I wrote 20 pages last night. Like I, all my ideas are just coming straight onto the paper. I, so, he feels so confidently about this movie that he wants to make. And the only thing that he doesn't have is the money to do it. And he's viewing Pacey as like, he trusts Pacey to be able to like make more of this money for him. But this is such a risk. Like, there's other ways to make money. Like I, I truly think like Dawson could find an investor. It's not, you know, he doesn't he have to be grant. the one. Exactly. He could, he could go to a festival. Like there's so many other ways to do this. And I feel like this is really lazy writing that like, is like, we just want to make this Pacey's yeah. fault when something bad happens. Well, um, and it's like, I don't, maybe if this is me being stupid, but like, I don't understand why Dawson can't work on the script now and like do all of that. And then in the same time, either work a job and get more money or yeah. like go back to school and like 
still be working actively working on this project because you have to write the script before you film it all anyway yeah yeah so i don't yeah. understand what the rush is yeah we need we need that listener who's who who does um the filming to talk to us about this like why yeah the logistics um, of why yeah. this is so necessary right now yeah because yes. it doesn't you're right it doesn't seem logical like save your money mm-hmm. and find and then I guess you just don't want to do it through a studio because last time I tried to do it through a studio, they tried to turn it into you want a boobs. Um, yeah, sunset yeah. stripping or whatever. But <laughs> but he would find an independent contract. He could, he could get Todd to find it. He could do a lot of things. Exactly. I mean, he has to have made connections in the industry beyond even just Todd at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that. And then, oh my gosh, let me get this whole thing. So Graham's is reading some kind of Truman book. She <laughs> cracked me up. and uh and jen wants the tea she says why did you break up with uncle bill he's like very distraught and uh and jen says you know what we're two generations and i'm the one who's in like a very serious committed relationship now and you're just breaking hearts left and right uh but graham's just like doesn't want to have this conversation she's very much just like pushing jen to the side yeah, it's weird because Jen is usually like socially intelligent and she just is not reading the signs like Rams is not in the mood to be joking around right now. Like mm-hmm. she wants to read her book about this old white man and just like have her have her food. <laughs> and Jen's like, oh, you want to Metamucil, you old lady? And she's like, go away, bro. Yeah. Like- I don't know. I'm like such a person that gets so suffocated by other people's emotions like if i came home and i saw grams was like in a mood and didn't want to talk and like was just kind of acting like i felt like something was wrong i couldn't not solely focus on that like that's just who i am as a person like it i mean it's 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 not like it's not like totally healthy or good quality of mind but like I truly get suffocated by other people's emotions like if I see like or feel that something is off with them I can't not concentrate on it Hmm, interesting like if I came home and Grams was in this mood it would be like I can't focus on anything else until I know what's going on with you but would you come at it in such an awkward, clunky way? Probably, yeah. because I'm awkward and clunky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah probably. Yeah. It, it would be, it's literally suffocating to me. And it's like, probably, it probably is one of my most annoying traits that I have because I'm just like, I can't not care to know what's going on. And the fact that mm-hmm. like somebody that I so deeply care about is being closed off to me and I know is being closed off to me. It, it literally is like there's smog in the room. So like, I mean, Jen is extremely emotionally intelligent. And I think that she's probably feeling the same feelings, especially because Grams is probably the most important person in her life. The person that she's closest with. Like, I, I, I think like she's just really trying to get a handle on like, Grams, like, what's going on with you? Like, tell me, like, tell me what's happening. Like, you know, I don't know. That's how I feel. I would I would be very uncomfortable coming home and seeing Grams in this sort of a mm. mood. I guess I just assume that this isn't the only time Grams has done this and that like she probably does like her alone time at certain points and maybe this isn't so off from normal, but I, I guess not. I don't know. Um, but then we're back. 
back at Joey's dorm room. Oh my god. And she's staring at all these photos. So we have long hair Dawson when yeah. he had the when he had the long hair. We have Dawson and Joey at a dance. I think it might be the prom. Is it prom? Has the anti-prom. Anti-prom. Sorry, anti-prom. Season three. Picture of Pacey by his boat. Um, picture of Joey and Eddie at work, <laughs> which she touches. Yeah, all of the good memories. Good man's good man's Hell's Kitchen. Before or after he totally screamed at her for whatever she was up to. Yeah. Guys, is Joey Potter a sociopath? Because <laughs> <laughs> who does this? Who just has like okay? All my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> Okay, all my ex-boyfriends, look how cute they are. I'm gonna leave them all up. <laughs> and, but like singular pictures of Dawson and, and Basie. Like not like, okay, this is a cute a picture photo, that I'm in. Yeah. A group photo, something like I'm gonna keep like like longing singular pictures of Dawson and Pacey yeah. from side profiles, just just up in her room. What the, what the yeah. fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's also I'm shocked. Full, <laughs> it's just fully screen grabs of the show as well. <laughs> There's yes, a, yes. It's, it's pretty bizarre. I mean, there's a graduate. I see a graduation photo from high school, but yeah, it's it's very. Oh my gosh, wait, that's where were they? Where was Dawson and Joey? They're like on top of a barn. I remember that episode, but I don't remember. Yeah, Gwen. what was that? The episode with Aunt Gwen. Were they? <gasps> yes. Were thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, one of my favorite episodes of all. That. <gasps> yeah, that was a good episode. kisses. She's just thinking about thinking about good times and pc comes in and so he's like you know what and this was so sweet of him he's like <sighs> i fucked up at promicide i'm gonna well prom but the episode was promicide i'm gonna get i'm gonna make up for it because i didn't get you a corsage then because i let it i, I love we we both love we all love when dawson reflects dawson creek reflects on his history and he's like i fucked up i let it get brown last time so i brought you options this time and they're for the different types of Joey, which Kimmy, I liked because it proves he understands who Joey is as a human being. Eddie did not even show up with a Daisy and Pacey, yes. <laughs> like a piece of chocolate. And Pacey was thoughtful about, do you want to go fancy tonight? Do you want to go classic? Like, I know I messed up last time. I want to make up for it. Like, I... Mm-hmm. This was so beautiful. This is exactly what anybody would want, and not even anybody, what Joey would want. And I think it's to what your point, Sarah. She yeah. doesn't feel like she deserves this some for some reason. It's really sad because he's he's really pulling out all the stops. He's like, I want this to make this chance and I want to do it better. It's it is beautiful. Yeah. Um, okay. Can we just talk about the fucking vegetables? Listen. <laughs> So he has Carsage A is the fun, loving, and whimsical Joey, a carved radish on a bed of baby carrots. It's adorable. It's so cute. And option B is basic ass bitch corsage for classic and sophisticated Joey, which is roses on baby's breath. And I'm like, the- I'm sorry, fuck off with the roses. But where the where does the vegetables come in? Like I've it's never whimsical. seen. What is it? What is it? She likes vegetable platters. Like I've Maybe? never seen her have a passion <laughs> for radish. I don't it's understand. Fun loving. Well, it's so fun. weird. That's so Sarah, Joey. That's summer Joey. Sarah, the, the radishes or the bracelet from prom. You got to choose. <laughs> <laughs> You remember this was her mom's bracelet that you constantly roasted about how ugly it was. I can't. I 
I really, I really can't get behind the the ra- the radish and and carrot uh, <laughs> corsage. Like, I, it actually breaks my brain. Like, I really can't. I can't. I can't. It gives me the ick. I don't understand. Like, I, I, like, why does she want this? Why would anybody want this? <laughs> I would want this. Why? Why? Because you're, it's whimsical. You're worried, it's you're worried about it's being different. hungry halfway through no, the dance? No, because, you know why? Because I, throughout my life, I just don't like being like everybody else. And so I wouldn't want a basic ass rose corsage that everyone has. First of all, they're chaperones. So why the fuck do they even need corsages? But if we're going to do a corsage, then give me something fun and cute and interesting. Like carrots? I, <laughs> you can't tell me that you would want this. I, I Yeah, I would. Because it's the fucking ugliest shit I've ever seen. And it's stupid. And she chooses it. She and does. that's she the one she chooses. It. She had a choice. Sarah, now, she had should a we choice. read into, Kimmy, should we read into the fact that she puts a rose boutonniere on him, mm. signifying how different they are? Should we be reading into that? We should read into the fact that she just took that rose from the thing that he brought. And so she, she had <laughs> she no not prepped for this. She was just like not thinking about this, which, oh is, which is fine, given she was really thinking like, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to break up with you tonight. That's what we should read into, really. Um, I'm, look, I'm looking at it. I'm. I feel sick to my stomach looking at this thing. <laughs> oh, you're so dramatic. No, it's so dramatic. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, I wish everyone could see your face right now. It is hilarious. Like I'm staring at it. And I want this to is die. the epitome of Sarah and I being different people. Like because when I saw this, I was like, that is so fun and inventive. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> I'm horrified. Oh my god. Anyway. Uh, so Pacey puts Joey's coat on. They get to the school dance, which is like, Wait. like a children's birthday party. Wait, Jess, you cannot just like skip over. He puts her coat on. He puts her coat on. He snuggles into her neck. Yeah, and like he's he trying to be so sweet, and she she's just like, ugh, yeah. she's disconnected. Like, and she's acting like I don't know, like like she wasn't just like all over him last last episode. Dude, you guys made out. You hard made out. Literally, two and mouths made yes. out. Like what Two are we days doing? Ago, she was into this. She was and about now to go to her awkward, bitch. And now, now he can't even. Yeah, no, I can't. So anyway, annoying. sorry. Then we get to the crazy. So here. annoying. Okay, can we all agree though at least that that this that this uh semi formal looks like a children's birthday party? It's awful. It's like princess uh, castles everywhere. I think it's well decorated what? for a little. Really? You're gonna disagree with me on this? <laughs> now I'm upset. Now, I'm not it even looks upset like so much fun. <laughs> that there is glitter on exactly all of this exactly <laughs> the mystery of where all the glitter in the world is it's like, like actually the all the glitter in the world is at this at uh, high school dances and there's a huge ass cardboard cutout of a horse and like a knight on the horse this very much reminds me of my high school graduation ball where they would go full out with this That's type of terrifying. stuff where like with cutouts and theming Mm-hmm. I think this is a great party. This is like, it's, you know, it's for a bunch of 16, 17 year olds. Of course, this is a, this is a great party for them. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we are not on the same page today. Oh, I... thank God. Okay. <laughs> like, I want, I, I want to be there for you. I really do. But yeah, this, this is awful. It's what, really... Okay. Like, what do you want? You want, you want balloons? Like, what do you want your high school party? It's a high I, school party. I want it like. Like you remember the decorations from Ten Things I Hate About You? Like I want it. Yes, beautiful class, like, elegance, elegant, like just yeah. like 
Like you put some effort and time into it. Not that like a uniform. That was a prom. This they took leftover decorations from like a medieval times play they put on. <laughs> and we're like, here you go. We found these in the theater department. Okay. Have at it. Well, you know, not every dance can have a prom budget. No, but this this is trash. And so they they go in. And of course, there's uh, there's Harley and her stupid fucking boyfriend that we have to see again. I thought he was a one and done, but apparently, no, nobody well, ever is. Well, Joey talked her into giving him a second chance for whatever the fucking reason. She's uh, lost it. She's yeah, fucking she really lost can. it. <laughs> I can't. And so Joey does. Joey does throw Pacey very swiftly under the bus, being like, "Yeah, he didn't want to dance, and he broke up with me." So, yikes. Yeah. I thought she wasn't going to bring up the past. Then she leave that voicemail saying like, I won't think, of, I won't look at you and think about the past. I'm going to think about what's possible. And she fucking lied. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I need to talk to BBK because I am, I have such residual anger to a joke. <laughs> <laughs> As we all should, because she's being dumb in this episode. I mean, yeah, she is the problem. She's the problem. She has been the problem. We, mm-hmm. we know that. And then tell me why Pacey just takes like okay you're you're a chaperone you are a chaperone and you don't even like you don't even go here and like pacey just takes harley by the arm and they just walk off and i'm like that is a child that is a child sir that is a child and so then joey's left basically with no choice but to go arm in arm with stupid fucking patrick and i'm like what are we doing yeah you're chaperoning i don't know who thought of that as a great idea as like a scene but like he did a good job, Joshua Jackson, I thought, um, not, and Pacey, whoever it was, it was, of not mm-hmm. making it creepy because it could have really been creepy. Yeah, he just made it like I'm gonna make you feel special because your date's not without being like I'm hitting on you. But they're too close in age for this to be a like appropriate like mentor yes. relationship. Like they're too close. It's like twenty and a sixteen year old. I, I don't like it. it. It was a bad idea. Yeah, is. Is bad. And this friggin' Patrick is always hitting on Joey, talking about, like, oh, do you want a bottle of peach schnapps tonight? Like, bitch, stop it. (laughs) Stop it. You're a child. You're literally a child. Nikki's calling her babe. And I'm like, fuck this guy. Like, why would you ever tell Harley to stay with this fucker? Can you guys name one redeeming quality about about this um, child? Yeah, yeah, like one. <laughs> he has that Abercrombie hair that I probably would have been attracted to back in, in the day. Age. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> he would, he would go swing over to the Abercrombie, buy like one shirt that barely fit with your boobs, my boobs, and then take the bag that they would give you, which was made out of like paper, cut it out, and slap that baby on the wall. That's what we did in the Abercrombie days. And yeah. he looks like he's like a little Abercrombie model that would be outside welcoming, mm-hmm. luring you in. Yeah, it's that's true. Right. But then he would speak and I would have to slap him. So, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, meanwhile, Dawson is back in his old bedroom hanging up his old poster. <laughs> 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 the posters go back up yeah. after all that effort he spent so he much time for so long and now it's it's back to the movie walls <laughs> i love also how he's like mom have you seen my hook poster <laughs> and of course i'm like dawson did you check on the left door because that's always where it was yeah and he yes. hasn't open that closet door yet 
yeah i have not seen but i know exactly where that hook poster was so what he's he's putting up jaws yeah he has jaws he has uh jurassic park the lost Um, world yeah the lot doesn't really as a fan of that is the shittiest one bro (laughs) go classic jp don't don't sequels it please my guy i can't tell what poster he has on his right closet door but it's something yeah he's he's a big fan of, no i can't see it either i kind of do away. like the fact that he's like you know what let me like get back to basics and let me combine my old and my new and i like that he's putting back mm. the posters again what i don't like about this though kimmy is the fact that it seems like he didn't even have a conversation with his mom about moving back in before he just up and decided <laughs> to move back in Yo, I was like, I'm team Gail here. You're not going to have a job. You're not going to school. You're just going to sit here and write the same movie you wrote two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) What? Of course you wrote 20 pages last night. You just copied and pasted it from what you wrote before. Like, what is going on? You can't just do anything. Like, he has to get a job. Yeah. I'm having a, a really big struggle with the fact that, like, he's legit just, like, rewriting a movie that he already wrote where he realized at the time like he really only writes what he knows and that wasn't working for him then like I don't understand like why he is very insistent on solely writing this story yeah I mean I wish he at least had been like okay I'm writing a sequel to Creek Days so it's like Creek Days 2 and Mm -hmm. it's like what happened like since season two he's 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 writing that like that would make a least bit of sense but like they're like i died when he put creek days on and was like okay now i can write i was like of course you can sir because it's the same movie Mm -hmm. i i i don't understand here but like yeah i'm with you like why didn't he talk to gail about this beforehand what the hell happened to film school and like can he not work at the local something in the other while uh, uh, during the days and then right at night? Like he has to have a job. You have you, you can't you have to contribute in some way. Like even if you're not giving your mom money, because like uh, I don't know about you guys, but like I definitely like lived at home after leaving. Like went home for a couple of uh, yeah, couple of years, and my mom did not expect like one red cent from me. But I was working and I was like getting myself together. And that there was a support. You can't just like be in the like the your old bedroom writing all day. Like, yeah, you have to do something. I think the thing is, is that like, I think the problem is he hasn't had this conversation with Gail. Yeah. And so like, I feel like the move is like you got to do the like reach for the wallet. You know, you got to like at least pretend mm. like you're gonna try to contribute. And I don't. I just don't think what he says is enough. He's just like, oh, I'll just babysit Lily. And it's just like, excuse. I fuck excuse me like you you know you can't just be like oh this is what i'll do and i thought it was really interesting like part of me was like this is coming out of nowhere from gail like she's always been very much of like the find yourself dawson you know go do this go do that but i i she it makes sense to me though that like he's doing all of this stuff like very suddenly without any warning and suddenly he's home and she's just like okay bro what's what's the plan like what is your actual plan though because she says do you have a backup plan and he is very much mitch he's a dreamer he doesn't have a backup plan because he thinks this is what this is what i need to be doing but i appreciated that gail as his mother is like okay but make yourself a safety net because you don't you don't know and this isn't to like break his heart or deter him from directing 
this feels like a motherly duty to be like, you need to be thinking about other things just in case, or like, yeah, maybe this film is going to be a huge success, but it's not going to happen overnight. And so you need to like set yourself up with other things. I really appreciated Gail in this episode because I feel like I'm much more of the Gail mindset than I am the Dawson mindset of like, like I like to look before I leap and Dawson's just full on fucking jumping off buildings without any sort of net underneath him. It's just such a privilege to be able to dream like that like without like a, a, a job, right? Like if I, yeah. if if I just followed my dreams uh, all, all day, like it would be great, but the bills have to be paid somehow. And so he's, he's just like, like not understanding his privilege and being able to do that and is expecting his mom to just support it without the conversation. I think it's hundred percent you're saying like, yeah, he has to at least work for it. Um, you got to burn, burn both ends of the candle or whatever, whatever it's called, like mm-hmm. in order to be able to get, make your dream. I think it's great to be a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. But I have, you have to do both parts. You have to yeah. do both. You have to be practical as well. Yeah. I kind of find it interesting because it must be very surreal for Gail to have these conversations with Dawson where it is so similar to conversations she must have had with her husband, Mitch. Yes. And just, like, trying to, like, rein him in and, like, find, like, the practical side of life without stifling his dreams. Like, it must be very weird and surreal for her to be like frick i i i did this i did this for years this was like kind of like a a contention point of our marriage uh as well so i think it's kind of uh very interesting for for gail as like a mother to be like okay how like this is probably a talk that like my husband would have made like how do i navigate this and realize that like you know it's my son like my firstborn and I don't want to be a dream killer for him but also it's like I want you to have like my practicality Gail's practicality you know so Uh it's just kind of interesting for her to be put in this position again and try not to feel like the bad guy yeah yeah Um, so we're back at the dance, uh, and Harley is dancing with other guys to make Patrick jealous, which of course it's working because he's a teenage boy. Um, (laughs) it's like so stupid. Uh, and Pacey and Joey are like getting punch and Pacey's like, I hope, I hope one of these kids spiked this punch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, and yeah, so they're talking about their, uh, their prom originally. And Joey says he was a dumbass. Um, and he's like, you know what? Well, that's okay. I can accept that I was a dumbass because now I'm a happy dumbass who got a second chance. He's being very cute and very sweet and a little bit too touchy feely, I think for a a children's school dance when you're a chaperone, (laughs) but that's okay. (laughs) And, but unfortunately they get interrupted because Harley or Harley's boyfriend, Patrick, and this other random guy are. Not really fighting, but uh, pretend fighting. Basically, they're hugging like bros. Yeah. No, they're. Uh, this is a, 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 a like a scuffle. He's trying to give the guy a wedgie. They're like, they're like talking, not even like angrily. Like they're they're just they're like it's like one of those things where they're like hold me back, hold me back, where you like don't yeah. Fight. And I'm with yeah. Pacey. Like it is. It's actually funny. Like, I wouldn't break it up either. I'd be like, can you guys stop over there? Like, cut it out. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's a liability. Yeah. I'm not about to get, you know, sued. Yeah. 
But this is also very reminiscent of like Dawson getting to fights at school dances or Paisley getting to fights in school dances. Like yeah. it's once again like such like a flashback to episode like seasons one, two, three. Yeah, the only problem is I don't give a single fucking shit about these characters <laughs> that are in here. Not not Pacey and Joey. I'm talking about like Harley and stupid fucking Patrick. Yeah, but I, all of this is to purely remind Joey of like all the stuff that they went through when they were younger. Like these are tools. Like she has witnessed Pacey gain to fights at school dances. Like she's seen like all this stuff go down and has cried in the bathroom. Like this mm -hmm. is like to remind her of like the past and like almost to remind her of like how much baggage like they have between us. I think that that's the, the tool here. Um, mm. And of course, like Pacey does break it up and then he, I, so the kid punched him, right? Yeah, he like it's, elbows him in the eye. Okay, it's really hard to tell, and I watched it back multiple times because I was like, I don't, I don't really see. Like, I didn't know if Pacey like got out of his head and like punched the kid, but like the kid yeah. definitely punched him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, okay. He's like breaking it up, and then the kid is like, "Let me at him," and then like hits him <laughs> with a elbow or something. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. So now we have the kid and PC in the bathroom and Joey and Harley in the bathroom. Harley's sobbing because uh, it's very emotional. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that Joey did a really good job comforting Harley in this spot, which is very unlike her. And I'm kind of proud of her in this moment. I feel like she says, uh, you know, mostly all the right things. Yeah, the only thing she really sucks at is actually cleaning up Harley's makeup. <laughs> because she has a piece of paper towel and water. Wet that bitch! Wet that no, bitch! No, 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 no. Have you ever tried to do that where you had full makeup on and all you had was a paper towel and um and and water? It's impossible. It's so impossible. Like there was so much smearing of the like. It's mascara impossible, Jessica. And... You need like you need something like either like a makeup wipe or like or I guess soap. But even soap doesn't do a good job. I think she could have still done better. I don't know. It looks no, really bad. It's really hard. Oh, he does nothing good this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're not giving her any credit for anything. No. Harley's um, hair yeah. is so fucking crunchy, too. I know yeah. what she did. Oh, it's so crunchy. It's, I know what she did because I remember. I remember We've this. all done it. Yeah. She has, I think it's gel. It could be mousse, but I'm. Thinking I was thinking gel. Gel, and she scrunched it. Yep. And then she didn't break the seal with the scrunch no you and you have to you have to break the seal with the crunch it <laughs> looks so crunchy and i can just feel it i remember that <sighs> i remember um when i never did that to my hair but like the first time that somebody did it i thought like in my head it felt and looked so luxurious so soft and then when she did it with my hair i was like this is absolutely vile disgusting so crunchy i'm, I'm very crunchy I'm learning so much about your people, and thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? No, this was a thing. It was called. It was yeah. called scrunching. 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 Yeah. It was called yeah. scrunching. And like, honestly, it is a thing that people with curly hair do now. But you have to break the cast so that it does. You have to like do a make little bit soft. of like extra fluffing. But you didn't do that in the 2000s. No, no, no. You left. You left. You the just crunch. left it, and it was fully mm -hmm. hard because you wanted those hard spirals. 
it was awful. Yeah. It was really, really, really <laughs> sickening times. Yeah. Um, Jess, can I just say your hair looks fantastic? Like, Thank you. I I'm I a- did cut my hair recently. I chopped like a lot of inches off of it because it's fucking hot. It's summer. It was- yeah, I was very concerned, but um she thought I was gonna look like a mushroom. She was like, You're gonna look like a, a triangle. And I was like, no, because my hairstylist specializes in curly slash wavy hair. So she knows what she's doing. And she, she did. Great. She did great. Um, to your point, Sarah, about uh, like pulling back the nostalgia. And then Harley asked Joe, like, is like, you've had a bad time at every one of your dances. And so I was trying to remember all of the dances and like, are they shitty? So remember, it's like season one, Dawson drags her there um, because he's obsessed with Jen. And then yes. Dawson punches Cliff, right? Yep. Dawson loves to punch at a dance. Yeah. And then season two, I, Andy convinces them to go. Yeah, Andy convinces them to go. But I can't remember what happens. He sees Jack is. Oh yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Dawson and Jack into yeah. a fight. Meanwhile, Pacey dances with like the cheerleader. Oh yes, yes, yes. After yes, saying, yes. and Andy is devastated, yes, and Andy catches him. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then. Season three is the anti-prom where Dawson just screams at her like nonstop um, because she danced with Pacey. Yeah. And then you guys will have to tell me about season four because I refuse. Yeah. To that yeah. One. The prom side. Um, yeah. Um, was there anything in season five? Any dances? No, because that they that's college. So right. they didn't. Were any formals in college? No, they just. So no. Just, no, because these kids are barely kids. They go to fucking galas. <laughs> They're like, sorry, we can't galas. go to school dance. We can't go to homecoming because we're too busy going to like all the galas that yeah. we have to go to. Yeah, yeah. She's had some shitty dances. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I feel like Pacey should have been like, all right, I'll pick you up afterwards or see you tomorrow because mm-hmm. dances and, and Joey don't mix. I'm it's mixed. a curse. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but Pacey does a better job, I thought, of handling Patrick because he's like, listen, I understand grand romantic gestures, but maybe next time you just tell her that you like her. And then if you if you really want to punch something after, choose something your own size. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I thought that was like I, I will say Pacey handled that part well, I felt like. Like just tell tell her how you feel, right? Um, and uh and then of course he does something really dumb and gets into like a fist fight with a child. Um, so not great, but <laughs> sure. Um, and Joey's meanwhile saying to Harley, like, listen, this is just a rite of passage. Like all girls end up crying in the bathroom at a high school dance, you know, like that's how you know you're doing it right, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why did Harley have her first kiss with him in the bathroom? That's disgusting. In the guy's bathroom. Who the fuck knows? It's disgusting though. Like nasty. Like there's so many places you can kiss in school and you're doing it in the bathroom. (laughs) So many places where you can kiss. I'm just saying like bleachers. Yeah. Like football field. Uh, Lock, even a locker room is better than a bathroom even though that's not preferred either you know yeah yeah no this was a poor choice on her kissing yeah. places i didn't kiss in high school actually now that i think about it anyway <laughs> uh i didn't kiss in high school either i kissed like i, kissed I was in high school when i kissed but i was not kissing in my high school yeah uh, I went to an all-girls high school, um, and I'm not a lesbian, so I didn't kiss. In high <laughs> you didn't kiss. Not dance. even at the like. Did you? I'm sure you had dances with like the all-boys school. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, we did. We did have dances, and there was uh, a did lot. Did you have of to gra- keep 
Did you have to keep all your hands apart and keep room for Jesus? Room for Jesus. And we had to do, well, there was a lot of grinding because like we were like all horny Catholic school and girls. That was, and that was when grinding was like the beginning of grinding. Oh yeah. It when was, we were it in was... like middle and high school was like when grinding started. Yeah. Uh, uh, my, my friend, uh, she lived across the street from the school and she, um, one of the one of the nuns broke up her dance like her dance for grinding and then at church on Sunday told her her told her father no! I like had to break it up and she got into, she got into so much what trouble. What a bitch! Oh my god! How are you gonna tattle on me? I, I hate paddlers. That I hate snitches. That's yes, like, snitches get stitches, bitch. Yeah. I, I gotta okay, say, I feel as though the grinding is definitely my origin story of why I love. A dick against <laughs> against my ass. <laughs> That's where it comes from. You know, I think. Sometimes people start a sentence and you're like, I can't wait to see where this goes. But since grinding is my origin story, I think my soul left my body. <laughs> Look, I don't like a lot of things in this world, but I definitely like that. Wait, 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 wait. I have, I have like so many questions. Like, you like a dick just on your ass? Like, you don't like it in or around? You just like it on top of your ass? All of the above, maybe. I don't know. It just, it just sits there. <laughs> Look. <laughs> There's <laughs> one benefit of being the little spoon, and that's what it is. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, does it have to be like? I, I never mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. It's a great origin story. It's like, my origin story. <laughs> anyway. Um, so then I, where are we? Who are we? Uh, so yeah, so that, I think that's, yeah, that's the end of that scene. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and then we go back to, um, we go back to Grams and Jen. Yeah. And, oh, I gotta get serious because it's a serious moment. Um, so Jen comes in and she says, oh, your doctor called, you have like an appointment. And Jen's like, but I'm not i've never heard this doctor's name before like who is this doctor and uh and grams like really doesn't want to tell her mm -hmm. um but jen is just like listen you know every time i mope you make me come clean and so i'm going to do that now like yeah. you need to tell me what's going on which i thought was like kind of a fair thing to say that yeah. like i don't want you hanging on to this all yourself and grams is like very straight to the point with this like to the point of feeling like she's compartmentalizing and so she's like yeah. no emotion when she says it's my oncologist there's a malignant malignant tumor in my breast i'm gonna have radiation therapy next week because the growth has spread beyond the point where surgery would be effective like she lays it all out very like quickly boom done and so jen is like wait a minute are you talking about breast cancer and graham says yes and jen just goes Oh my God. And Grams asks like, Hey, can you go like turn the oven off? But Jen is like having a breakdown understandably. So because she just found out that her grandmother, like who is essentially her caregiver and has been for years at this point has cancer. And I understand like Grams is doing what she has to do as like a defense mechanism to not think about it. Like there, no one is, I don't want to put blame on anyone because everyone's going to deal with things differently. 
But like, I also think you can't get mad at Jen for having a very, very understandable like reaction to this news, you know? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, of course, of course, Jen is having a big reaction to this. She, um, she loves Grams. She sees Grams as her take caretaker. She sees her as a mother figure to her. Of course, she's going to have a big reaction to this, and the fact that Grams was hiding this from her for a period of time. Um, I mean, I, in my opinion, I do think that Jen. Uh, should have been privy to this news as Graham's, you know, learned. But also, I don't know. Like, I'm not. I guess Graham's didn't want to distract Jen from her studies, from her life. I guess she didn't want to like worry her. But I would be really upset that I wasn't part of this process because she has a whole treatment plan. So obviously, she's been in the know for a while. Um, this is one of the things in this episode early on that I was really shocked by. Like, I mean, I think that it's very teen drama to be in the seventh inning and, or the eighth inning, whatever inning, I don't know, baseball. Um, and basically, you know, like I, I, the long and the short of it is like, please don't fucking kill off grams. Like what's going to be the benefit of that? Like, come on. Like, you know, it, it's depressing. I don't want her to pass away. It's like, very late in the show. Like we're episode 18 of show. like 24. Well, that's what know? I'm saying. Like, so like what you like set shit up. And then one of the things is like, you're going to kill grams off. Like, I hate that. Like, I don't want that. Like yeah. I'm hopeful that, you know, she can pull through, but like, well, I mean, like, what the alternative is, is, like, you know, like, it's kind of, like, parenthood, like, or uh, succession, Jessica, like, you know, like, when these big figureheads are older, like, like, why, like, why is it always going to be, like, those people that you lose at the end? Like, I yeah. understand, like, I well, understand that, like, it's the passing of time and all this shit and like this happens death happens i know i've seen it but like i really 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 don't see aside from fucking giving jen a storyline for once <laughs> in the world like i don't see the benefits of it and i don't well, like that's, it that's the thing that i really struggle with with it kimmy i did not remember this as being a thing um and what bothers me about it is they are coming in solely in this season with this storyline and i just <laughs> Frankly, I don't trust that they're going to handle it in the best way and give it the time and energy and dedication and care that this sort of storyline needs, especially when you're talking about Jen and Grams, and especially when you're talking about one of the most consistent adult figures we've had on the show. Yeah, I... You're talking about a show that killed off Mitch with an ice cream cone. So exactly, no, they they will not be able to handle this with grace. Yeah, and it's so funny you bring up Parenthood, Sarah, because I think that they did it so beautifully. They did the last season. They did the cancer yeah. story with Christina. Like I, I've never seen a show do it better. Um, to like show the different effects on on so many different people. Um, and I like we'll get into this more. Uh, when Jen talks to grams the second time but she made this so much about her that i didn't like right like i feel like when somebody that you love is sick you got to put your big boy pants this is my opinion right like you put your mm. big boy pants on and you're there for them and then you go and cry to somebody else and mm. uh another another source you go talk to jack you go talk to dawson you go talk to 
anybody, us, your boyfriend, CJ, about like how hard this is for you and like how you're dealing with this. But like Grant, what do you say? All you say to Grams is like, what do you need? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, or not even what do you need? Like, I'm going to just do it. Like, I'm going to just take care of these things and I don't want credit for it. I don't want to hear anything else about it. Like, I am here for you. I love you. I, that is it. Cause Graham shouldn't have to deal with Jen's emotions on top of taking care of Jen on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was, and I had said this to you, Sarah, earlier today that like, I was disappointed that we didn't see Jen calling Jack to like confide in him because first of all, we barely fucking seen Jack, which pisses me off to start. But second of all, they really have lost the thread of the Jen and Jack friendship, which was, yeah. it's one of the best on the show, if not yeah. the best. Yeah. And so the fact that we, and, and on top, like there's so many things to point to that makes sense to do it. Like Jack and Jen are really close. Jen needs someone to lean on. Jack lived with Grams and Jen. Like they were a tight knit family. And like, to me, to be to have Jen be able to confide in Jack makes so much sense. And maybe we'll see that next episode. Like maybe I'm just trying to rush it. But like I agree with you, Kimmy, to a certain extent of like it makes sense that Jen's gonna have a little bit of a breakdown and want to talk to Grams about this because she's the one who's sick and she's she's wanting to help Grams. And I I think like to expect Jen not to cry is a little bit tricky. Like I think those emotions are gonna come out no matter what. But I do agree with you that like this feels like she would want to talk to Jack about this or have someone to talk to. And I just felt like they're too, they're like, oh, we'll give them this storyline, but we're so focused on the the Joey and the Pacey of it all that it's like, okay, so we're obviously not going to spend the amount of time we should be spending on this t- sort of storyline, you know? Correct. So yep. I don't know. Ugh. And it hurts my heart because I love Grams and to hear her put everything so succinctly is like hard to hear because I could see myself doing this of being like, okay, I'm going to give you hard news, but I'm going to lay it out factually because I myself can't let myself go to that other place, you know? Yeah. Um, But we'll more on that later because we're not done with that storyline yet because we have to go outside uh, at, uh. The, at the school dance. <laughs> <sighs> and uh yeah it, this is, is so stupid uh so pacey goes in to kiss joey and the veil has returned on kimmy's head um uh pacey goes in to kiss joey and joey says i can't do this and he says you can't do what and this this is my biggest problem this this here joey says even when everything is perfect being with you doesn't feel right Man, wow fucking win that's not what kmart that's said sick. Bitch. that's wow. sick okay wow. <sighs> everything tonight i mean tonight was lovely and fun and you've become this amazing man but it doesn't i'm sorry i don't i don't feel it and i can't do this with you uh yeah uh yeah i mean yeah i i mean i don't know what to say what the it's, fuck it's, is that it's, it's disturbing. I, too much too soon. We talked about it earlier. I don't know. She's freaking out. And I think that, I don't know. She's like out of her mind. I don't know if she's really feeling these things. I don't know if she's telling us the truth. No. I mean, Pacey asked all the questions that we want. Like, yeah, says, what you do you scared? mean? Are you scared? <laughs> like, how did, when did, how did you decide this? When did you decide this? Literally two days ago, you said you were all in. Like, he's literally like, I know I'm scared too. He literally says this could be forever. And I, I get it. We're scared. Like, let's think about it. But like, I know you too well. Don't give up. He's saying everything that like, even if she, let's say, like had a lobotomy and was like, I'm going to, I choose Eddie. 
Yeah. She mm-hmm. should at least want Eddie to be saying these things when he came back. Right. Exactly. Like, like Pacey, it, it would be different to me if Eddie gave a similar speech and Pacey and I gave similar speeches and it was like, okay, I just choosing who I feel better with. Um, and even though Chase, uh, Pacey's a good guy, he's not the best guy for me. Fine. But like Eddie is not giving her any of this. And yeah. Pacey is, he's so vulnerable in this moment and she just gives him nothing. She just says Eddie's yeah. back. That's it. What the fuck does that even mean? It's brutal, especially when, let's not forget, when she was in the Kmart, she's like, you know what? I don't really know where my life is going, and that's exciting. And he kind of says that. He says, listen, I'm scared. I don't know where this thing is going. It could go anywhere. This could be it. Like, the way he's saying is, like, very freeing of, like, I'm not asking you to fucking marry me right now. I'm saying that, like, I love you, and this could go anywhere, and we don't need to, like, put definitions on it right now. Like, we could do whatever we want. And and Joey is just like so very much set in her way of like no this is this isn't it it's not going to be it and Pacey understandably is so confused he's like last week you were on board like what happened now you're telling me this is something that like could never be great you can't know that because right. we don't know that yeah. and it just it doesn't make any sense especially when he says I thought tonight was going great and she says it was and he's like. Well, then when the, when the fuck did this happen? Like, and he, I understand, like, he very much is like, she's terrifying him right now, right? She's pushing him away. And so I don't really blame him for then saying, you know what, like, I understand, you know, I've seen you push away so many good things. I don't want you to to push, push me away. Like, you're the most beautiful thing in my orbit, which Ugh. again, it's like so adorable. Um, my feelings, my feelings for you were what proved to me that I could be great. Yeah. And those feelings were stronger and were wiser and more persistent and more resilient than anything else about me. Oh. Like, h- how are you going to hear him say that shit to you and not, and not shit, you know, how are you going to hear him say those like beautiful, wonderful, amazing things that everyone would be dying to hear and still say, he's not the person you want to be with. Yeah. You want to go back to Eddie who, to your point, Kimmy <laughs> showed up and was like, Hey bitch, I'm here. Like can't live without you. Come back with me to California. Like fucking what? You know what I couldn't live without you. You said if I'm gonna be a writer, I need you around. Yeah, what the what? fuck does that mean? What does that mean? I it's just he like Pacey knows her so well. He reads, yeah. He's he's mm-hmm. giving he's he's reading her and it's scaring, like Sarah said, like scaring the shit out of her. And and she's like, This is too much. Cause she didn't even say like Eddie came back. I still have I have to figure out my feelings for him, and yeah. I don't want to hurt you. So let me try to figure this out. She's just like, nope, can't be. Like it has to stop. Like, I, I, it, it was heartbreaking. I literally. Mm-hmm. This is why I have the veil today because <laughs> I. It was it was depressing. Well, okay. So like my question for like any like long term Jossie fan is like why are we why are we accepting this like why are we like obviously pacey puts all of his heart in and gets repeatedly denied or hurt or rejected or she's she's always picking other people over him right so then sure except for that one time where she you know runs to him when dawson cried yeah (laughs) but then like why is this the ship right like i is it because in my mind pacey's putting in all the work 
Yeah. I think for me, and I, I, I can't speak on behalf of all Josh, Jossie fans because, you know, we're not a monolith. But <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I, I, th- I, I, I rewatch Jossie's Creek a lot and I rewatch my favorite episodes. So I, I, I have only seen this episode three times and two times were this week in preparation for this. And the one time I watched it before and all the rest of the ones I kind of just ignore because they seem so out of character. Yeah. Um, and they don't yeah. fit the story of everything else. Right. And so I, I choose to ignore it. And, it, and I would say this a lot of the couples that I ship that I like, I'm obsessed with the the really bad parts I have to like let go because yeah. I watch TV for fun and their love and the the big parts the best parts are so much better than these dumb dumb parts yeah um and yeah. I, I I didn't I don't remember hating Joey this much so I must have really just forgot this episode. I think you you really I think you have to like because this show and so many others have changes changes in the writer's room and changes in the the creative people behind the scenes and so like you do get episodes where you're like who the fuck are writing these people like these aren't the characters i know and so i think sometimes it's very easy to be like we're gonna focus on the good things like the kmart like the like the season three you know like kind of those moments because that's when the relationship is at its strongest is at its best and i think this relationship works in spite of joey Yes. And I think that's the problem is that when people like Jossie, I think mostly they like the Aussie part. They like Pacey. They're yeah. not as much a fan of like Joey in that duo because Pacey is the one who's rooting for them. Pacey is the one who's making things happen. Yeah. Pacey is the one with these grand gestures. He buys her the wall. I remember everything. The bracelet, right? Like he's the one putting in nine tenths of the effort. And I think people just love Pacey. Yeah. And yeah. so- like sure, yeah. you know which is why there are a lot of pandy fans too because people love pacey and i mean i love it i you know we don't need to get in my love for Andy, but like <laughs> i think that's probably why and so like there's always gonna i mean early in relationships especially when you're the age that these people are there's going to be one person who's probably fighting for the relationship a bit more mm-hmm. than the other one you're you know me girlfriend there's yeah. gonna be there's gonna be one who is like no, it's you and me. It's us, and I'm so confident. And there's the mm-hmm. other person who's maybe not as as confident in all of it, and that's the devastating thing because the it's relationships are a give and a take, and sometimes yeah. one of the pairing is going to be more successful and having an easier time in life, and the other one's not going to be, and then those roles reverse a little bit. But it sucks to just see Pacey constantly being getting crushed, and and always by Joey. And always for reasons that don't make a whole lot of fucking sense. Like, it, Pacey says all of the things anybody would want to hear. Yeah. And it's devastating. And it doesn't make any sense. And that I put on the show. That, like, why the make it make sense. If, if Joey doesn't want to be with Pacey, okay. But make it make fucking sense why right. she doesn't want right. to be with him. Even if they, they, they brought, like, I, again, I don't I have not seen Promicide. Um, but I, even if they brought that up or she was just... I think that they were trying to, like, I can't ever get over this. Um, because he was a dick then, right? Like, I love Pacey. Yeah, but th- they've grown so much. That's yeah. the dumb thing. Yeah. They're fucking yeah. adults now, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, so true. Like, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Oh. Um, yeah. I and think- then she brings up Eddie, too. Sorry, Sarah. And then she brings up Eddie, which, like, yeah. if it's not about Eddie, why the fuck are you bringing up Eddie? Right, right, right. 
Um, the only thing I'm gonna like try to stay positive is maybe hopefully this means that Joey is going to do something that I'm going to love. And I'm not looking at either of you because I don't want to see your reactions, <laughs> but I'm really hopeful I have my veil on you can't that see. Joey is going to pick up the slack at the end. Like make her grand romantic gesture like say words right. that are passionate and with love and her saying that i choose you pc like i'm really hopeful like my whole you know i'm hoping that pacey never ever ever puts in that effort again until joey picks up the slack on the other end and i'm mm-hmm. really hopeful that she's going to like do something to make her worthy of this relationship because i really do think that they're going to end up together just because how the tides are turning so i will really i really need to see joey do something anything something Mm -hmm. anything yeah something hopefully good i hope that happens for you sarah i really do oh no that does not sound hopeful that does not sound very i'm i'm in i'm in you know i'm in a a dark state right now we have to move on to another scene so. yeah yeah so joey leaves uh pacey leaves they you know everybody leaves it's sad it's awful um back in uh, dawson's bedroom since he had that conversation with his mom he basically like is not writing anymore he's not able to like get back into it and so he puts fucking creek days on <laughs> killed me killed me <laughs> This is like the the epitome of like reading your old diary. Like it's so embarrassing. It is. It is. And like his mom comes in with a fucking sandwich and everything, and I'm like, Gail, you are too fucking kind. You are. She's like, oh, I brought you coffee because I know you're going to be staying up late working on this. I'm like, you're too fucking nice, Gail. Um. Yeah. And and Dawson says, and he admits to Gail. He says, I don't have a backup plan. Like I'm going to be a director. I don't want anything else to fall back on because I don't want to do anything else. And, and Gail says like, it's not, you know, it's not always about what you want to do. Sometimes you don't always get what you want. And Kimmy, to your point earlier, like Dawson is very privileged. He's basically always been allowed to go after whatever he wants. And he's always been encouraged to do so specifically by Mitch. Yeah. And I think like, that's a very big privilege to be able to have the means with which to explore your passion and and feel very confidently that you can make your passion your career um and like gail i think gives great advice of like well go back and finish college like finish film school and i think not only to gail's point to like prove that that's what you actually want to do but also like i feel and i don't know the film industry but I have to imagine that that matters. Like you having a degree in it does matter. And you will learn certain things in film school that will help you when making a film. Girly, no, <laughs> no. You get 10 billion times more experience having relative experience. It's just like any other artistic field. Like to be honest with you, for being in design, I tell my interns, I'm like, school's well and good. You learn everything that you need to know in job and that's Mm -hmm. the same thing with film no like of course like you'll learn terms you'll learn verbiage like you'll learn like 
techniques or editing, but you could take a course in editing whenever. Yeah, like, that's can, fair. No, and to his like, point, like he's wasting need. a lot of money yes, doing that. You do yeah. not need. You need relative experience. These are jobs that build off of networking mm-hmm. and knowing the right people. She he he does like the only reason why a degree would be of importance for him is if in 20 years he's like you know what i've had my share i really would like to get like an office job to have to be stable to like you yeah. know be, maybe the the thing is is like you're always constantly in motion like it's not extremely sustainable unless you're on like a tv show um to but to have like a family you know that was one of the things that deterred mm-hmm. me when i was interested in becoming um, a filmmaker when I was in uh, school, when I first started joining college, um, was the fact that like, if I work on movies, like when am I going to become like, when am I gonna have time to like have a house and home, you know, Mm -hmm. and a family? So no, like I kind of disagree with Gail in these sentiments. Like I really don't think, and I feel like it's kind of the same way with a lot of um, art degrees because I see Mm -hmm. it in design. like. Yeah, like I learned a lot of stuff at school, but I learned everything that I really needed to know in job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I like, and I do like Gail bringing up that she, like, it's almost like, oh, I wish Mitch was around because he was just like you. And like, you know, he would understand what you're trying to say. Because, Kimmy, we find out at one point that <laughs> Mitch wanted to make chewing gum. I have so many questions. <laughs> it's shaved off what, since then. What in the world could the profit margin be on selling gum to local stores? <laughs> yeah, seriously. How did he decide to make gum? How why is that your make, passion? Why didn't he make chocolate? Like, I, what, gum? I've literally never heard of this. Like, I'm all <laughs> for following your dreams. You know, sure, if you are disciplined enough to not have to go to school, you can just, like, be creative and like stick to your craft. I love it. But gum? Yeah. No, nah, I draw yeah. the line at gum. This yeah. is an absurd. Absur- Who thought of this storyline? <laughs> you make yeah. gum? And then how does the story not come up before? Like they had to shave the kid's head. And they- how? Yeah. Why? Why did you have to shave his head? Did he because get it gum got all stuck. over? It got no, stuck. Like, like a how? What kind of freak accident occurred? No, shit happens. You never had gum in your hair? Oh, twice, but you know, they have to shave my head. Okay, so like there was this time where like I was chewing gum and like I like spit it out and like left it in the couch because I'm vile. I was a kid. What in the world? So then I was banned. Let me live my life. Let me finish the story. So then (laughs) I got punished by banning by I was not allowed to eat gum for like a year. And at school or like uh, after school care or summer camp, something like that, there was a bubble blowing competition of which I was not allowed to participate. Mm-hmm. And I remember me sitting at the top of the gravel, just watching all the other kids blowing their bubbles, winning prizes, and me just off, not allowed to chew gum. And this is just another and that's one the of my traumas. Of all your trauma. <laughs> One of, one of, one of, yeah. I fucking knew it. One of, yeah. The source of my trauma. Consequences and repercussions. This is a, yeah. I mean, here is a steep punishment, but how fucked, how do you, how, how fucked up was the couch? 
I don't know because I think that it was also a hotel couch. I don't think it was our couch. Oh, well, then fuck that. A whole year you just fucked up someone else's couch? But there was a garbage. It's a hotel. You could have just thrown it in the garbage. Of course she could have thrown it in the garbage. <laughs> I'm yeah. definitely like stick the wrappers in the couch kind of girl when I was a kid. Well, what in the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Also, I Googled. I know. I know. I'm better now. I'm better. I Googled local gum vendor and <laughs> just, nobody's surprised. <laughs> nothing comes up. Wait, wait. Have you guys seen Survival of the Thickest yet? No survival of the thickest. Yeah, it's the so. new. This is new, the new Michelle Boutreau, um, uh Netflix show, and okay. an incredible scene having to do with putting all our conversations together, having to do with the penis and mm. gum mm. and all of it. It's, penis and gum. Yeah, it's wow. fucking hilarious. <laughs> I you need have to, to watch see what it. the fuck is going on. With it's that. so good. It's a great show. You should check it out. But oh like, my god, it's, it's fantastic. Um, but gum disgusts me. And I cannot believe that Mitch wanted to make a business out of it. It's so <laughs> funny. And I don't like, think it would have taken off. Yeah. But that's the thing. Gail says, like, he had a lot of those, like, harebrained schemes. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's just, like, it all stemmed from his love of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Make chocolate. What is yeah, going on? Make, oh, no. make it reminds, make sense. That's more of my trauma. I really. Oh, God. <laughs> Literally everything, everything we talk about, Sarah's like, there's more of my trauma. There it is. I was so afraid of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory so much so that like I had to not even be in the same room in school when they would play it. They would put me in a different classroom. Poor Sarah as a child. That that is traumatizing. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Yeah. I really, when she turned into a blueberry, I was cooked. (laughs) Violet, you're turning violet. I was really, really cooked. (laughs) was a very disturbed child oh my gosh but yeah gail gail goes on and basically says that like you know your dad was the one who was a dreamer and it like drove me up a wall but it also made me love him um and uh and he she's i and i love this line she says he had the courage to believe that life could be as great as you think it could be when you're a kid which like gosh and there are a lot a lot of people like that nowadays you know what i mean yeah. to be like everything is possible the world sucks so much. <laughs> no one thinks like that anymore. <laughs> I'll tell you, 2020 beat that right out of me. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then he and then he asks, like, oh, do you want me to watch uh, Lily? And he's like, yeah, whatever. Um, but but yeah, they like they hug, they make up and she understands like because he's just like Mitch. But I feel like she's doing her her service as a mother to be like, are you sure you've thought this all through? Which I appreciated. Yeah, um, for sure. She did great. This is very cute. Um, I and I'm glad that the, the, I guess this is the conversation that serves for it. And um, it's cool that, that he has such a supportive family. He's always has a supportive family. Yeah. And um, it it. Uh, even when he's making the same movie over and over again (laughs) it's just just beautiful (laughs) so ridiculous yeah so he starts looking through his own pictures and uh you know a picture with all of his friends including andy i was really happy to see andy i know and uh they he he gets inspiration so he's typing 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 really hard yeah that was the picture you keep 
a picture of a group of yes <laughs> yeah mitch sense. made it grams was in there yeah. the whole crew there's no there's no picture of joey looking longingly off into the sunset like no, <laughs> no he got rid of those that remember Ridiculous. he used to have black and white photos oh yeah, yeah now, oh yeah there's also a baby head in the background like a baby doll head so maybe maybe this room is still very cursed but <laughs> uh rams is uh making pie cherry pie she's beating the devil out of that dough mm, mm, yeah mm. yeah pie i mean what do you think about cherry pie not right. my favorite of yeah the pies. low low on the cherry pie so yeah. no thank you so she uh is you know kind of dealing with a pie jen comes around makes another makes me another loop in her uh checking in process and they're having a hard time like it's a hard discussion yeah because jen says like it's okay to be scared like it's totally natural to be scared and graham says well that's not going to do anyone any good um, and when Jen asks what she can do, Grams is like, oh, go grab me the butter. I need it. And Jen's like, that's not what I was referring to. You're going to need someone to drive you to appointments and I could cook meals, TV. I could TiVo 60 minutes for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and she's, and she says, Jack and I can act out scenes for Moulin Rouge. And this is when Graham says, Jack can have nothing to do with this. Neither can you. This is my personal business. And I don't know that I really like Jen's response to this. Like, I just feel like, in my opinion, I probably would have said something like, it does involve me because I care about you and right. I want to do whatever I can to help you. I don't really care for what she actually does to Kimmy when she says like, well, what about me? Who's going to take care of me? Uh, you're my favorite person in the world and you're sick and I'm very scared. You know, yeah. like, I, I just wish she would have said something a little bit differently than that. Yeah. It was like, she was just being honest and again it was her feelings are valid they should have been said to jack that's it like <sighs> I, and then to graham she should have said i love you i'm going to be here for you um and i'm going to do whatever it is that you need this does involve me i love you i just keep repeating mm -hmm. that over and over again because yeah. yeah like validate graham's feelings graham's is going to something right now it's not about you yeah i agree i also can't help to think that like she's reverting into a child's form and that's why she's reacting as if a child like in her head she's like i'm going to lose the person that i love i'm going to be abandoned like mm -hmm. she's feeling she's reverting back to like an earlier version of herself and that's how she's responding so like i really like uh, like sympathize with her that she's like going through it and like how like she cannot like she's putting the fear first right like she's putting her fears of being abandoned and left and losing grams ahead of like being the adult version of herself where she like mm -hmm. hangs out at docks and gives advice. Um, it's, it's, I don't know if I, if I could do any better than this, I would hope so, but it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's really sad. Yeah. And Graham's, this is when Graham says like, this isn't a death sentence. Like there are so many people who have one round of radiation and they live long, happy lives. That's and true. Jen says, okay, well let's like talk about that. And I'm not going to die. I'm not going to lie. When Graham says like, I'm not ready to die yet. I was like, oh my, I like gut punched me. Like the way she says that and then hugs Jen. I'm like, this is all Jen wanted was yeah. to hear you say that and to like offer her some form of comfort of like, that you're actually thinking about it and not just like mm -hmm. shoving it and saying it's no big deal. Cause it is yeah. a big fucking deal. And yeah. like, you have to admit that it's a big fucking deal so that you can then begin processing those feelings. Yep. 
I just love this moment between them. I think like this is one of the stronger relationships on the show is like Grams yeah. and Jen and gosh, yeah. night and day from like season one. And I, we used to get so pissed off at Grams at some of the shit she would say. And now it's like, oh my God, I can't imagine the show without Grams. Better, better glow up Dawson or, or, or Grams. I think Grams. Probably Grams. It's such a, such a glow up. Like, such a like stark difference from like yeah. her being like jennifer i get such a slut like keep your legs closed <laughs> you know like yeah, so yeah. different um yeah i would say personality graham's hair dawson's oh uh, yeah. yeah that's true that's true especially <laughs> because we all know that the show had to make graham's look older than she actually that's is like yeah. she's a hot woman you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they hug and I, it was like a very, very sweet scene. Um, we don't care about Patrick and Harley. They're making up. They're on the dance floor. Who the fuck cares? No one. Was this in the middle of COVID? Like, where did everybody go? Everybody's so spread out. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, is this a COVID dance? Like everyone dance six feet apart. Thank you very much. I was like, is it the end of the, like, what's going on? Anyway, it doesn't make any sense. Who cares about those two? and then so joey's kind of sitting there and pacey says that he owes her a dance and so they kind of this doesn't make any sense either they dance and then like they both kind of look sad and pacey just like walks off like that's the end (sighs) yeah i wonder what that is i i wonder if he's like you know we have to Kimmy's holding up a sign and says, I do not get it. I mean, neither do we. None of us get neither it. do we. Make like it makes sense. Yeah. I'm just like curious. Like, is it what is it? What is it? Is it like, you know, he, he's like, you know, I owe you one good dance. I think he owes her one good dance. They didn't dance at their prom. He's he trying to, to end on a good note. Uh, end on a good note because he's just too good for all of us. Yeah, and th- that's it. I mean, once again, he makes the effort and he tries to pick up the slack, and it just mm-hmm. like never ends, never stops. Yeah, he was just he he wants her to have one dance where it doesn't end in disaster, and mm-hmm. he gave that to her. Um, and maybe again, maybe Joey's the problem. Like every single one of these dances, I bet you, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back and watch all the dance episodes. Yeah, and common denominator, who, right? Who, if yeah. Joey is the issue, because like. The anti-prom, even though Dawson freaked out on Joey, it was really Joey's fault because she like went with Dawson in the first place and then danced with Pacey. So like, uh, he's just so perfect, Pacey, in this moment. He's just like, I my I was butthurt because you said Eddie, and so I left. Mm-hmm. And like, just because you chose Eddie doesn't mean I I doesn't I I don't still love you. So like, let me yeah. come back, mm-hmm. be nice to you. Like, it's not your fault. You don't have the same feelings for for me that I do for you. And so, like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be childish about it. I'm gonna dance with you, and then I'm gonna leave. And like, what? The growth of Pacey also a glow up, right? Like, oh season, yeah, season one Pacey would never. Um, and he's just. He's not throwing a hissy fit. He's just like, this sucks, but I still love her and I want the, what's best for her. So here's our last dance and then we move on. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. I love Pacey. Yeah. We never really, like, I didn't realize this actress that plays Harley, by the way, has been in so much stuff. Like, I don't know that. Mika like, Borum, she was in Blue Crush, Riding in Cars of Boys, Jack Frost, Dirty oh, Dancing, wow. Havana Nights, Sleepover, it's just like a a bunch of stuff like obviously she wasn't like uh the main character in all this stuff but um 
I mean, she was in this 2005 movie called Smile where she was the main character. Like, she's been in a lot of stuff. I had no idea. Um, just yeah. something to know. Interesting. Yeah. Um, has Patrick been in anything? He looks very familiar. Was he in Summerland or something? Patrick, what's Summerland? Yeah, we don't uh, know who that is, Jessica. Oh my God. What is that? Summerland is. <laughs> so that actor's name is Taylor Handley. He looks like a Summerland. What is the name? He of does it? look like a Taylor. He's was strangely also in Jack Frost, which I just, <laughs> uh, apparently everyone's in Jack Frost. He was in the OC, which sounds oh, like the OC. Yes, That's what I've seen him in. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, yeah. just to, not to divert completely. Uh, Summerland was a sh- it was a show with one season. Uh, mm-hmm. I think. How it had oh, was it Lori Lachlan? Lori Lachlan. Yeah, I know what it is now. Jesse yeah. McCartney, bitch. Jesse yeah. oh, McCartney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was basically like, let me see what the thing says. Brayden, Nikki, and Derek are three kids from an average, normal Kansas household. Their whole life is thrown upside down when their parents are tragically killed in a car accident. And then Ooh. they go and live in like this Summerland house with the mm-hmm. aunt or something. And it, I think that's Lori Lachlan. It was on the same season as that other terrible show that was the Dawson's Creek spinoff that you guys watched. The, the Americans. Yeah, the, was it called the American? Was it called, called? Amer- Coca Cola presents the yeah. Americans. <laughs> not the Americans. That's the no, not show. the Americans. <laughs> what is the name of that show? American Boy. No, it, what is it called? It's definitely Creek spinoff. Hold on, we yeah. fucking covered All it. Young Star- Americans, Young, Young Americans. Americans. I'm yeah, so yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Young Americans. Um, but I think it was like when the WB was trying to do like all these like uh, summer spinoffs. Yeah, um, and I remember because I was like, oh, um, I mean, I watched it because it had Jesse McCartney in it. Like, let's be real, Teen Girl <laughs> Me was like, fuck <laughs> yeah, I watch Jesse McCartney. Look at how cute he is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, this guy, boy. this guy's pretty prov- uh, prevalent as well. He's been in the mayor of Kingstown uh, most recently. Uh, like I said, was in the OC. Yeah, that's um, definitely what I must have seen him in. Was in Southland. He's a working guy. He's very good looking. Go. Good for as you, Patrick. Good for, good for you, you. Coco. Yeah. <laughs> good for you, Coco. Um, so then we're we're with Joey. She's outside Eddie's house um and this fucking dumbest thing ever uh sorry uh he opens the door and she's like oh you're probably wondering what the hell i'm doing here <laughs> yeah we are yeah we are how did you get there yeah, we all are, bitch. how much money like it's not like he lives 20 minutes away anymore like and he went going to his parents house constantly and then can i just say oh, <sighs> okay the kiss joey initiates the kiss yeah now when she it's shitty when she initiates it like closed mouths just like chickens fucking pecking yeah now the only moment it gets bearable i don't even want to say it's like sexy it's bearable is when oliver hudson participates and Mm. he arms around lifts her up they kind of do like some pecking which again is a little bit like Come on. It's not bad. It's Come it's imp- it's an improvement. Probably but it doesn't says- make any sense to me because then they kiss and then they hug. But like, Kimmy, you cannot tell me that Joey is happy. Look at her fucking face. No, she looks distraught. Like, she, what? What? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? First of all, she opens the door. Like, you're probably wondering why I'm here. Uh, everybody is wondering why you are there. Every single person. Then secondly, can you guys talk? 
though for real though like i i do not get it plan. like what could you what and then yeah the kiss i i it, it looks hard it look it's hard to watch like, and it, no really shade to oliver hudson because i no, really put this no. all on joey like 100%. Oliver Hudson is a good kisser. No, Katie Holmes knows that she doesn't want to be doing this, and it's wrong. <laughs> She's like, "Wait, why am I here again? Why am I not making out with Joshua Jackson?" Actually, oh, and that's God. the end of the episode, and we're all left wondering, "The fuck did we just watch?" I sh- <sighs> but it's Kimmy's favorite episode. Oh God! I was <laughs> like, "She's here." I, no, I, I, um... I have a ranking of all the episodes. I think this is like third to last. um yeah so like i mean i i think that we just need a a smidge (laughs) more drama from our teen drama before we rein it all in i think that she had joey had a freak out she wasn't ready to like be fully into this commitment she doesn't think that she deserves nice things like you know, but we I, deserve nice things, yeah, Joey. Yeah, we do. We do. Of course we do. So I think that that's what's going on. I don't like it. I mean, like, I know. Like, I don't like that Dawson is making the same movie he's made 80 times. I don't <laughs> like that Grams has cancer. That really upsets me, actually, very much so. Yeah. I don't like that Joey's going to be, like, you know, dragging every single boy that she cares about through the mud because we know that she's going to break up an Alpha Hudson in like a day and a half. So it's like she's just going to ruin all these people. Yeah, um, she's a life ruiner. So yeah, like, I mean, like, do I like a lot of the things that's going on in this show right now? Like, absolutely not. But I'm going to put my trust in the Dawson's Creek gods and believe that they're going to land the plane. And we'll okay. we'll see. Can what can I get a prediction, Sarah, about what um what do you how do you if you think that they're gonna like what do you think is gonna happen next? Like how like what we only right. got a couple episodes left, right? Like yeah, how much I five, think six? I think that Dawson I'm still standing strong that Dawson's true love is filmmaking. I think that Creek Days 2 is going to get pushed forward um and be made. Um and I kind of think that I'm like very afraid about him ve- investing his money, but like maybe there's a possibility it's going to work out for him. I feel like it will. Um, I can't fathom what's going on with Jen because I just like really can't go there, but like probably nothing good. That is probably that's the name of the game at the show. And it's probably nothing good. I think we're, that we're gonna, gonna shit on Jen again. We're I think <laughs> I think that we're gonna have like one more, like one more episode of like Joey choosing Oliver Hudson, realizing that she really does love Pacey, and then make her own version of a grand romantic gesture. I still think that Pacey's gonna get screwed from working at numbers incorporated but hopefully his time in white collar jail is not that long and then one day we'll see jack and audrey again am i forgetting anybody i don't know what do you think is gonna happen with grams i think grams is gonna pull through like i really i really 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 do not want to go there that grams is gonna pass away but then again if she's gonna pull through then like what's the point of doing this I don't know. I'm having to a hard problem. Us. To torture us. I'm having a hard problem, like, really, like, wrapping my head around that. And, like, once again, like, you know, 
I understand that that's what you do at the end of the show. Like, that's like, how do we make it dramatic? Like, this is us did it. Like, we had the entire season leading up to Mandy Moore's passing. And we we did it in Parenthood. Like, there's always something like this. But once again, like, I I just like, I, I really like don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to deal with a character death. And I don't know if I drafted Grams in the draft, and I, 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 I don't know. I don't. <laughs> That's what you're really worried about? It's like, will I get the points? But what about the draft? What about the draft? How many points oh is it if, if, if somebody 50? dies? 50? If someone dies, 50? fifty points. Yeah, yeah fifty points. So I really do not want Grams to die. I do not like it. It does not make me feel comfortable. But I mean, like, what you know, live and let go, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what they say live laugh love live laugh oh! eat pray love <laughs> i'm gonna have to go to uh, to freaking uh uh rome just to deal with uh, <laughs> the tragedy that is my life of dawson's creek ending uh, um are we ready to hear from uh self-proclaimed the joey potter super fan dbk what? <laughs> he's a, he's i'm pretty sure that you're the opposite of such he wrote it i i'm just saying okay, he wrote forward. it uh, let's see what he has to say about this episode <laughs> oh my god what up though ladies so on this week's a Dawson's Creek episode, did they say, let's do things that would never, ever happen in real life? Like, when is, like, a high school kid ever hanging out in the dorms? When has this ever happened? I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. it's happened in, like, real life. But, I mean, this seems a little far-fetched to me. Uh... Oh, yeah, and then Joey getting Pacey <laughs> to go to this high school dance. Like, what's, like, where is this? Like, Harley was like, hey, guess what, teacher? I was wondering if my uh, babysitter could come chaperone my dance. Oh, and she's going to bring a date. Is that cool? And the school was like, yeah, sure, of course. Joey Potter? Joey Potter is going to come chaperone the dance? Of course we'll have this. And then, like, what's Gail doing this episode? Like, Dawson's like always wanted to be a director. I feel like it's kind of like a hit or miss career kind of thing. So like, why is she so like worried about his future? I mean, it just seems a little weird. And she married Mitch, like the biggest dreamer of them all. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Joey's just gonna Joey, right? I, I mean, like, props, Joey, props. This so is happy. like a great episode from you. I mean, you broke up with Pacey for no reason, basically, because <laughs> Eddie's back. So, like, hey, let's. Jo- I mean, Joey, Joey. I mean, like, I'm the, the Jossie Juice. It's just so good right now. It's like so <laughs> good. I mean, this was a great decision from you. DBK loves it. I mean, just great stuff, Joey. I hope you and Eddie are very happy and like, you know, just drink it up, Jossie fans. This is this was. Top-notch Joey Potter. <laughs> uh, remember how I led this um, episode this week by saying, like, we love, like, a person that just, like, lives off of spite? <laughs> and I, I i said it was joey but maybe it's uh dbk saying he is living living right like I, I can feel his smile through the phone yeah. like he, he couldn't be happier yeah. like this is actually his favorite episode like this yeah. like, feels like he's like shouting like this is who you lie with jossie fans <laughs> this <sighs> incredible love it um we also heard from joy 
welcome to Love Bites, or as I like to call it, Promicide Part Two, Joey's turn. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so, okay, so Joy says, we start off with Eddie coming back and basically looking to have a fun summer fling with Joey, seeing as how he's going to California in the fall. And yeah. she says no. Um, <laughs> which I guess that's fair. Maybe that's what he's looking for. Again, he's not very clear. Uh, we don't really know what the hell's going on with him. Um, uh, so yeah, so she, uh, she goes on and says, sometimes Dawson treat Dawson's treatment of his friendships is so transactional, uh, when he goes to, to Pacey for help and Pacey's very hesitant to blur those work friend boundaries. You can almost see the writing on the wall. Um, she oh she makes a really interesting point about Joey and the photos that we, we were talking about earlier. Thank she God. says I don't I don't think I didn't notice how it stopped on Dawson, went right by Pacey, and then straight onto Eddie. Um, and when Joey's uh, Joey kind of strokes the photo of her and Eddie, her fingers aren't on Eddie; they're on Joey. It's not about Eddie. It's about Joey and how she likes who she is with Eddie. There's no triangle wow. drama, no fear of the future, no expectations of the past. He's just the present. That is what Joey is contemplating. And Pacey, sweet Pacey, is just happy to be with her, providing corsage choices, going to a dumb school dance. He doesn't care as long as he's with her. He's so happy that he doesn't even notice the school dance is triggering a lot of anxiety in Joey. She mentions prom twice. I don't care about Harley or Patrick. I could have done with much less of them. So what do we think about Joey's, uh, Joey's um, theory here? I, 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 um... It helps explain some of, of Joey's crazy choices, and I do like the thought. I w again, I wish the show had made that much more clear than us just like like having to watch her stroke her face instead of instead of Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> like, and even if like this is another classic trope, if she had said to both Eddie and Pacey, "Look, I choose me." Like, yeah, exactly. I cannot be with either one of you right now. Like, I'm not trying to backslide. I want the future. Like, let me go. That would make way more sense to me. Um, but uh, I, I I do like the idea of like it's not about Eddie because it can't possibly be like he's not he's giving her nothing, so it can't possibly yeah. be about him. So I, I like that. Yeah, I really like that um, analysis by Joy. I think it really works for me, and I think that it um, it makes a lot of sense as to why she was reacting um the way that she was in acting so i really appreciate that and i think that i i fully buy into that theory as well it just it honestly it just works for me it just makes sense to me mm -hmm. um i think that you know you really do respond to to things in certain ways based on your past and of course the prom or school dance is going to be triggering for her that was very traumatic and i you know it, it, you know it's kind of like every like if i had to frequent or experience something that was a trigger to me then uh i wouldn't be surprised if i saw would see myself act a certain way in That's in good. these moments mm -hmm. so yeah. um really really good analysis by joy like usual she's mm -hmm. she knows she's such a gem so um, so smart fantastic she also agrees that uh, she's mad at the writers for doing this to Grams and Jen as if they didn't have enough to deal with. Now yep. they have to deal with cancer. Jen yep. has had to deal with possibly or has to deal with possibly losing the only parent who has shown her unconditional love. And it breaks my heart, which I think we're all in agreement on that one. Yep. Um, 
<laughs> Joey is the biggest fucking liar I've ever seen. <laughs> Bullshit. She doesn't feel it. I refuse to believe that. Pacey calls her out on being scared because he knows her, but he doesn't call her a scared little girl and he doesn't love bomb her. This is just a different way of him wanting her to ask him to stay. And Pacey mm. says that when he was afraid of everything, he was never afraid to love Joey, begging her to take a risk on them again. And then Joey brings up Eddie coming back. And that's when he gives up because, of course, Joey isn't choosing Pacey when there's another option. This episode is devastating. Yes. It bites. It bites. Yeah, yes. it's, it's terrible. Finally, a um, named episode. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Uh, Pacey comes back and dances with Joey, and I'm so sad. Can these two just have a nice angst-free dance? It's no. nice that Pacey is keeping his promise of not walking out the door if she decides against getting back together with him. But his face is heartbroken, and Joey's face is heartbroken. I hate this. Um, uh, they dance, Pacey sighs and buries all his hurt to smile at Joey as he holds her hands and leaves her on the dance floor. And Joey just stands there with her hands frozen where Pacey left them, stunned at what she's done. Me too, bitch. Me too. <laughs> uh, all I'll say about her immediately going to Eddie is that I hate it and I hate him. And Joey's face certainly looks like she's regretting what she did after they kiss. Ugh, whatever. Till next time, I guess. <laughs> i okay good we're not the only ones who saw that um that joey's face was like not the happiest after that kiss which how could it be because you have much more passion with Pacey. it was like what have i done that's yes that's the the luck to me you're poor you live you live here (laughs) (laughs) i hate you you're poor poor. this kiss is terrible like what what have i done (laughs) seriously um and that's all the feedback we have for for this episode so thank you everyone for sending in and if you want to send it in uh shit 90s pod at gmail.com shit 90s pod.com you could leave us a voicemail which we we just absolutely love getting this episode was like such a fucking hot mess and like god dances really don't go well for any of these people <laughs> i think they ever. need to get one more in right they're like you know what this is we don't have of- much time i know but this is a staple we have to have our dawson's creek staples we need to have our themed episodes we need Mm -hmm. to have our halloween episodes we need to have our uh horrible dance episodes it's a staple (sighs) sarah do you want to know what the next episode is titled yes love lines love lines yeah one word and also can i just i'm gonna i'm gonna call out hbo max or max if you will very quickly if you don't stop fucking spoiling me with your thumbnails i'm a fucking rage like they showed (laughs) that eddie and joey kiss as the thumbnail yeah whoa wonder what the fuck's gonna happen this episode i was so angry about it i was like this is fucking ridiculous i just can't look you know I just can't. You shouldn't look because it's a big ass fucking spoiler. Yeah, I really try not to pay attention to that fucking sort dicks. of thing. <laughs> anyway, it um, pissed me right off. <laughs> uh, Kimmy, gosh, hold on. Like, this is the last time we're having Kimmy on. Not ever. Not ever. <laughs> but for Dawson's Creek, not. Come on, be, be real. <laughs> be real. For Dawson's uh, Creek, yeah. Kimmy, I just, I love you. I adore you. Thank you for being on this journey with us. Thank you for just the laughs the love the support i'm gonna get emotional i'm gonna not and uh thank you just really thank you i was i was gonna say the exact same thing i um i went back before this episode because i was like this is the last time on dawson's creek and i was like 
I was in such a dark place when I found your podcast. Um, like legitimately, like COVID was the worst. Um, and what always been a comfort for me is to go back and watch the shows that I love. Um, and to be able to watch it and then listen to you guys and binge it was it, it brought me like so much joy and comfort in like a really dark time. Um, and so then like right before 2022, uh, I did like my like things I want to do this year to be like more brave. And I was like, I'm going to write them and see if I can come on the show. And you guys were like, yes. And um, it's been phenomenal being on the show with you guys, talking to you guys, becoming friends with you guys. Um, and so thank you truly like, thank you for me, but thank you for like everybody out there that's going to get to binge this later. And the people who write and say like they've binged this, you guys have done something absolutely wonderful here. Um, it truly, truly means a lot to me. Um, and it means a lot to a lot of people. Um, so like, I know it's a lot of work. I know you've put in effort week after week and it's totally worth it. Um, truly, truly. Thank you. Okay, I'm a mess. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'll talk there. No, I think it's one of those things. If you if you are catching up on a binge or something, like always, always just like email us. Like even if it's like one sentence, we love hearing from people. It it really makes it feel like it's not just us. Like it does to a certain extent feel like it's just us. Like having a chat about a show once a week, you know. But like, there's so much more than that when you hear from people and like. It's fun when you guys talk to each other in an email, like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? Like, there's just like a sense of community around it. And I love the little community that we have here. And we absolutely love hearing from everyone. And like, always like shoot your shot. I always say to everyone, like, if there's something you want to do, the worst that someone can say to you is no. And like, is that the worst thing ever? Like, just ask because you never know. You, we're not going to be like, hey, person, do you want to come on our podcast and talk? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) we don't know. We don't know if that's something you want. And we so enjoy getting any feedback at all, especially when people just have something to say, like something they want to say. And like, it could be anything. And it's just the absolute best experience. So, and I think you, Kimmy, you may have been one of the first people that we had on that was like, we only know you from like sending in feedback. And it kind of started this like loop of like, then we we brought on other people. And like, you kind of started that, I think was like, to my memory which is fucking horrible so don't (laughs) but it's just been such a joy getting to like talk to anybody who's ever come on the podcast and like get to hear everyone else's thoughts and feelings because obviously like Sarah's never seen the show this is her first time I watched it once upon a time a very long time ago I don't remember everything from it and like it's just been such a really wonderful absolutely incredible experience and I can't believe we're like getting so close to the end now it's It's crazy looking at like oh we're gonna be done in a few months it's like crazy and obviously we're never gonna be done done you know (laughs) but done with this at least so and anybody who's ever like we're 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 never ending you know we're we're gonna talk about another show and everything like that but like this feels like because boy meets world sarah was different and that like you and I had both seen it. We both had so much nostalgia for it. We knew what we were kind of getting into. Dawson's Creek was really where we like let our hair down, I would say, and got like because it's more adult than, than yeah, Boy Meets World. Yeah, it was. It's we. It was. It's always been like so much fun. Like it's always been very free. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's unfiltered you got to talk about dicks in the and butt, you know, raw <laughs> and not in. Just on the butt. Just on the butt. Just on the butt. On and around. Uh, (laughs) It's it's really been raw and real and fun. And there's, you know, like literally, like there's been tears and laughter before today. And like 
I've always said like this is just like so much more than I the show is so much more than I ever would have thought it would have been starting out um mm-hmm. and like you know the people that I've met through this process has just been really really incredible and like we haven't had a bad experience having a guest on and everyone is so our lovely listeners. and it's yeah. unbelievable truly yeah. to have so yeah. many amazing people not yeah. only listening but sending in feedback and like taking their time to talk to us yeah it's it's incredible yeah so whew, okay well let's pull our well uh, sarah pull yourself together <laughs> i'm like yeah everybody Ourself, pull your stuff together <laughs> get your shit together everyone everybody get your shit together um uh kimmy like what's going on <laughs> uh, school starting back so like i'm back to my regular job yeah uh, but summer's been fantastic um and uh the writer strike is 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 happening happening and so mm-hmm. i'm not sure what's gonna be going on with like the shows that i, I watch in the fall but yeah. that's not the most important thing uh but when if all american does return i'll be tweeting about it at ships only for yeah. fun um number four um and uh just just having a good time and then listening to you guys hopefully come back on for something else because yeah. you guys are awesome yeah, yeah, if you haven't seen, have you seen Felicity, Kimmy, or no? Are you I haven't Felicity seen Felicity? Felicity. I haven't oh my seen, god! Well, so maybe you I've, can I've watch seen a couple this. episodes, but like I'm yeah. not like Dawson's Creek Felicity. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I can't I'm wait excited. to start that just because we don't know anything. We we're, we know nothing. We know nothing about <laughs> yeah. anything. It's gonna be so fun. <laughs> you know the hair gets cut. That's it. Oh, um, I know the hair gets cut. Yeah, that's yeah, what we know. Curly hair. That's what we know. <sighs> um. All right. So for me, I mean, uh, a lot of things are coming to the end. For shit, ninety shows taught me. Uh, we still have our episodes for the rest of the season. We'll have some like post series discussions. Um. We have not forgotten about Freaks and Geeks. That is 100% happening uh, due to, honestly, transparency. Like, life gone the way. And I think I needed, we needed a couple of extra weeks um, for that. So uh, look out for that in August. That's Mm -hmm. still on the docket. And then over at Post Show Recaps, Jessica and I are covering in just like that, the Sex and City reboot. We're having a good time with that. Um, my coverage for both platonic and how I met your father with my best platonic male best friend, uh, who's very strictly platonic. Um, the, I'm going to punch you through the screen. Sarah. Uh, that's coming through to an end as well. Uh, so too bad. So sad. I guess I'm going to have less podcasting in my life. I guess, you know, big moves are happening all around. And then uh, aside from that, you can find me at Sarah Ferguson and you can find me, uh, you know, elsewhere, elsewhere, uh, you know, Jess. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> you can find me at the Jess Sterling on Twitter. I am on threads. If anyone's on threads, I know it oh, felt yeah. like threads had a thing and then it's like, is anybody still on it? I'm there at the Jess Sterling 12. Uh, doing you follow what? Threads. What? Doing what? Doing, doing what? Like, I thought it was going to replace Twitter. And then it was like... Nothing is ever going to replace Twitter. Oh, I don't know why we it keep will. pretending like it will. It'll Listen, Musk there. better fucking shut the fucking up, shit up. Because, like, <sighs> we will leave. Anyway, uh-huh. that's where you can find me. Um, I'm still par- uh, podcasting about The After Party Season 2 over on Posher Recaps. Um, as well as we're finishing up Community. We're, like, barreling towards the end of that as well. So we're almost done with Season 6 um, over on Posher Recaps. 
and uh, I might have more stuff in the works uh, later, probably more later in August. I'll, I'll be more active, but that's about all that I have going on. Besides, uh, follow me on Twitch. Um, I finished up The Last of Us 2, and I started started God of War. Mm. The first stream was a fucking hot mess because <laughs> my controller Bluetooth was wonking out, and I don't know anything. Um, so if you like hot mess, go go watch that, I guess. Um yeah, that's where you can find me. Uh, and then, of course, here where we have more stuff coming up. We have like, honestly, we were we just had a meeting today. We had a business meeting. It's very official. Oh, yeah. uh, we have call. a lot of fun stuff on the horizon. So I'm really excited. As much as I'm like sad that Dawson's Creek is ending, I I love like a new project. So I'm really looking forward to what we have on the horizon, kind of coming this fall. So um, should be a ton of fun. So stay tuned keep sending us in your feedback we absolutely love to hear it if i haven't said that enough i say it like 20 <laughs> times a podcast send in feedback we love hearing from you um and uh and yeah we'll be back next week with love lines which good fucking god they're just they're just gonna i don't even know i don't even know uh, is jo joey and, and uh, fucking eddie gonna be done next episode who the fuck knows we'll find out i am so excited to Ooh. listen to you guys podcast about next episode it's mm. uh, it's it's a hot fucking mess it's gonna be great every time, great every Amazing. time so much spectacular um so yeah we will talk to you all next week thank you for listening have a good one everybody bye just ask Midnight shows taught me